You gotta put the sword down, Diana, please. It doesn't go with the outfit. At all. Put the sword down, first of all. <gasps> Promise me you will protect it with your life. Hey there, enthusiasts. Welcome back to Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, I have a special guest here in the hallowed halls of Hero Talk. I have, of Twitch and Mixer fame, Wonder Wes herself. Wes, welcome to Hero Talk. Hey, ah, glad to be here. I just need like a few more seconds. I'm just finishing up. Uh, I'm looking up where to buy forearm bracelets <laughs> and a tiara. So hold on one minute. Okay, I've got it right. bookmarked. Excellent. All right. What so if you couldn't pick it up from the <laughs> foreshadowing, I have Wonder Wes here, and we're going to talk Wonder Woman. And not yes. specifically because both names have WW, but because Wonder Woman just came out, and we both have seen it. Uh, some of us more than once, Wes. <laughs> maybe, maybe twice. Maybe twice, yes. but we, we are, we're going to talk about it because I have been dying to talk about this movie to somebody, and nobody I know has seen it, and so we're doing a hero talk. Oh my gosh, really? You don't know anybody else who's seen it? I don't know anyone else who's seen it. Not a, not a soul. What is what is wrong with all the people that I surround don't you? No, <laughs> I really don't. It's so good. But before we get into yes. deep, Hero Talk is a spoiler podcast. Nothing is off the table. Everything is fair game. You've been warned. All right, let's do it. All right. Wonder Woman. So this, uh, let's before I even go into my personal opinion, I just want to make sure this is emphatical here. Uh, objectively, this was an amazing movie. I agree. I I very much enjoyed this movie. Uh, what what makes it a sad movie to me is that when you watch Man of Steel, then you watch Batman v Superman, then you watch Suicide Squad, and you, you you're you're getting set up for a pattern. And, and, and you start to have lowered expectations and then you come in and you see that Warner Brothers is capable of producing a perfectly competent superhero film it does it just makes me sad when I then look back at Batman v Superman and I have to ask alright so what happened <laughs> does Patty Jenkins just need to helm all your movies from now on because I'm on board you know, with that I, I think that uh, a, a woman director for this uh, just works I think uh, I think I can't imagine I was looking at the list of some of the directors they were talking mm -hmm. to um, uh, to potentially direct this movie, and uh, I'm just glad we got the director we got. The thing I'm most sad about is that this movie didn't come out when I was 12 years old. <laughs> That's what I'm really sad about, because I think, like, yeah. man... What would have happened if I saw this when I was a little kid or, you know, of the appropriate age to be watching this movie, which I think is anywhere over nine years old. I think if you're, if you're it, a parent, it was relatively got, yeah, clean. I yeah. think if, if you're nine years old or over, you're good to see it and you should totally uh, expose your kids to this movie because it's, I mean, I came out like thinking my life could have been so much different if I had seen <laughs> this at an early age. I came out thinking I want to lift weights. I want to start getting in shape. Mm -hmm. I want to join a roller derby team. I want to do all this cool stuff now. Um, yeah, it was it was an amazing ride. And I'm not sure if men felt that way as well or if it was like sort of like a girl power thing. But I don't know. I, I mean, Wonder Woman's a character. I think that I, I, I hate to say that Wonder Woman is, is only a character about uh, just women because I I get really behind the character. I actually uh, very much connect, connect with the character. I think she's she's very easy easy to project onto regardless mm -hmm. and i mean i i think she just she has universal yes. appeal yeah uh, she's so pure so I, she is it's um 
it's refreshing, especially when you think about how dark they've made Superman. And and Superman is supposed to be a relatively bright character. And when you see how dark they've made him, and then Batman is just dark by himself, (laughs) you really start to wonder what's going to happen with with Wonder Woman. And and what I initially almost saw as as a naivety of the character, I realized it's an innocence. This is a Mm -hmm. character who's never had to deal with, with the BS of the world. And then she sees it for the first time, and she assumes... Well, this we're so jacked up. Obviously, somebody else is influencing us. And then in the movie, we have to see her come to the realization that we're just jacked up all by ourselves. Yeah, I think that's the difference that, you know, some people might see it as a naivete that that she has. But I really saw there's, you know, there's this depth of intelligence there that she's able to wrap her mind around the reality pretty quickly. She's just Mm -hmm. everything's new to her and she takes it in and she has a perspective that everybody else can't have because... I mean, even the other Amazons can't have mm-hmm. because they know what's going on. But she has been shielded from all of this. Yeah, she's she's the only one, to, as far as I can tell, that was born on mm-hmm. Paradise Island. All all of the others were around for whenever whenever the fall or happened. Themyscira. Uh, Let's uh... Themyscira. <laughs> yeah, it was it was referred to once as Paradise Island by by Steve Trevor. Yes, uh, Steve Trevor. We'll we'll get to Steve Trevor. I have some issues with Steve. I have always had issues with Steve Trevor. Oh, it's I see. It's not this movie's fault, but I don't. There are cer- there are certain aspects of the Wonder Woman mythos that I do not appreciate. Oh, okay. W- one of which, and I'm very glad, did not make any appearance in this film, is I hate the invisible <laughs> jet. It is so ridiculous. It makes no sense. It just it, sh- it doesn't belong. It is really out of place in in the Wonder Woman mythos. I never want to see really, it. But it's really really cool when you're like seven years old. It's such a cool idea. <laughs> it. I mean, we yeah, were watching it's... the old episodes of Wonder Woman over the weekend in lead up to mm-hmm. this, and I don't think my husband had ever really seen any of the episodes. And I what? saw them just peripherally because I am of the age to have mm-hmm. uh, been around when it was on television. Even mm-hmm. though I was very very young i had wonder woman underoos i i knew linda carter's name before i think Mm -hmm. i knew any other actress's name and so for me it it was like the the golden lasso all of that was all about linda carter's wonder woman i wasn't really exposed to the comics but i think my husband was exposed to the comics but he wasn't exposed to the television show so when we were watching it even though i thought that it was a really great um uh what do you call that? Where it's uh, a remaster of the series, excellent remaster yeah. of the series available. And um, but when the invisible plane came on, he was like, "That's ridiculous." And I'm like, "Of course it is, but look at it. It's awesome." He's like, "Why can you? You can still see them through it. You can see them. <laughs> what is the point of it being invisible if you can see them?" And I was like, "But they're tiny. You can't see them when they're way up in the sky." Um. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah. I. Was kind of, I mean, I was a little bit bummed that there was no, but I, I, I totally understand. I mean, it, it adds a degree of ridiculousness to it that they didn't really want to go to here. I, yeah, I, I would find it very hard pressed to believe. Um, you, you, I mean, I already have to suspend disbelief so much in that there is an island of Amazons, and you mean and that's one not of them real? It, 
I don't. Well, I mean, historically, <laughs> we didn't actually find it in World War One, so not I don't yet. know. Okay, so it's out there somewhere. I mean, probably. Uh, I mean, somebody might have seen it. I don't know. They might have been sworn to secrecy. They're probably still stuck on that they're, island. They're because... just, they just decided to hang out there. They're not coming back. They just disappeared. I, I, they find the island. I and they find hang it out. very hard to believe that when somebody goes to to finally lands on Themyscira, they're like, "Well, I need to get back to that crappy world I, I just know. left." Well, it says a little bit about the motivations of Steve Trevor that they were trying yeah. to impress in this movie is that mm-hmm. he was he was a patriot he was t- completely dedicated to his his role in um assigned to british intelligence uh mm-hmm. because yeah who would want to leave i mean i think samid spoke it very well he's like wait there's an island out in the middle of the ocean filled with beautiful women where how do we get there <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and steve Tre- i mean it I, they, in in previous iterations, I've seen them be very hostile towards Steve Trevor because I've seen I've seen a rehashing of the same story so so many times. Either uh, there was an animated movie or in the comic books, and they're usually very hostile towards Steve Trevor. And in this version, they didn't really seem like they were all that hostile. I mean, initially they were because they had to find out who he was, but once they knew, I mean, they were just letting him hang out in the jacuzzi room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was their dungeon. I don't think you know that. That's actually <laughs> on Themyscira. That's what they call a dungeon. But yeah, I mean, if you want to call it a jacuzzi room, you can call it a jacuzzi room. But it's actually full of terrors. He was having grand old time in there. <laughs> he was. He looked he really, he really high. Did. He looked drunk or high or something in that water. It was doing something to him. I uh, now, if I'm remembering correctly from my Wonder Woman comic reading, and I've I've. It's been a long time since I've read a Wonder Woman comic, but I have read many of them. I want to say that Themyscira does have these these crazy pools on it that, especially if you're not an Amazon, it does weird things to your brain. Ah, okay. And, and to, yeah. to the point where it made sense that he was a little loopy in the pool, because I think some of the pools on Themyscira do that to you, um, especially if you're not of an Amazonian persuasion. Uh, I remember Batman being influenced by one. In a, oh, in a miniseries not that long ago. So. Yeah, it really makes me want to go back and read. Uh, I almost wanted to pick up like a set of, you know, how they have those um, mm-hmm. collections. I was like, oh, maybe I should go get one of those. But I didn't want to go overboard. I was like, okay, well, you know, we yeah. only have so much time before <laughs> we, we talk about this movie. I don't need to become a scholar. Uh, right. this this close to it. I can just I can just respond to what I know about it and how the movie made me feel, which was pretty awesome. I just like and I'm seeing so many people just talk about how awesome they're feeling. Even guys. I watched a on Facebook there was a recording of a guy doing his um his very quick uh review, non-spoiler review of Wonder Woman, and it was just the funniest thing. He was he he said it's great. He's like, I'm a Marvel fan, Marvel. We're we're in trouble. This is the best. I wanted to be Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. So I'm just, it's the kind of movie where you walk out and you just feel like you feel good. You feel powerful. And I haven't had that happen to me in a really, really long time in a movie. Uh, I, I will give you that. Yes. Uh, I have, I don't, I don't get to the theaters an awful lot. Uh, in fact, I since I use the Fandango app, I, I can ah. actually look up and see which movies I've seen in the theater. And in the, <laughs> in the last 18 months, it's been Deadpool, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad, and now this. 
So four. In well, the you've last got a theme months. going, don't you? <laughs> I sure do. Uh, this is the first time I walked out not thinking to myself, well, that was awful. Oh, well, yeah. I it's it's just it's very refreshing. Now, I am not a super fan of superhero mm. movies. Um, I was never really uh caught up in all of the mythology. I mean, my first experience to superheroes, apart from Wonder Woman as a very little kid, was the Superman movies in oh, with the Chris 80s Reeves? and yeah. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Um, and even Supergirl with Helen the Slater. actress from The Legend yep. of Billie Jean. Yes, yep. yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I loved Superman 3. Wow. This tells you, wow. like, I was a little kid, though, <laughs> so I can get out of that by saying, look, I was a kid. Kids are who that movie was made for. So... Um, I, that was, that's my superhero stuff. And then the Tim Burton Batman, Mm -hmm. basically. And then I became of an age where, you know, superhero, I wasn't going to see a lot of movies, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, when I was a teenager until I became really interested in film. And then I went and for other purposes, but, um, you know, I've seen most of the big ones. I haven't seen a lot of the recent ones, but because I think, like you said, you come out of some of the movies and you're kind of let down. Um, More times so than I not, yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot. Yeah, like I saw the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They just were really dark to me. They and I was like, they Man. were, yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, they were they were they were masterful movies, and and I enjoy mm-hmm. his style. But I'll agree, you 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 don't walk out of the Dark Knight feeling good about yourself. I mean, you un- you recognize <laughs> you watched a good movie. But you're still you're still thinking about like wow look at all these awful things that I just witnessed and then yeah. uh, and then Dark Knight Rises unfortunately uh, d- due to a a subsequent tragedy that occurred uh, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people I think had a very tainted view and I will I I saw that movie uh, the and a matinee show opening day after such a thing happened and it was extremely uncomfortable as you yeah. watch some of the violence on screen uh, knowing in the back of your head about some of the real world events that occurred. And it definitely, I just, I had a very uneasy feeling walking out of that theater and I, I Mm -hmm. still haven't seen it since. And I, I have no desire to quite frankly. I think, you know, we all go to movies for different reasons. I think we can, I think we can go to the movies to, if there's a big blockbuster movie, you want to experience something on the big screen. You go to movies for comedy, you go to movies to be moved somehow emotionally, or you go to movies to experience something that you have uh, experience with, like, you know, comic books Mm -hmm. and the DC Marvel series. I think a lot of people go to those movies because they have this history with the comics and they're very drawn into that. And I'm sure you're audience is, is is primarily made up of that contingent mm-hmm. and and I I can't even imagine the kind of like you never know what you're getting into because you have all of these different books and and stories to draw from and you know I think that Wonder Woman even has like some Marvel it, it, am I correct in that like there was a little bit of Wonder Woman and Marvel side as well or maybe it was the mythology of Hercules and, so there's uh, there's some the Greek mythology splits uh and they okay. given that it's all public domain they've both used it um and they go in different routes uh f- one of the big examples is that in in the wonder woman mythos hercules is uh, is a villain and did unspeakably horrible things uh on themyscira and in the marvel side hercules is a hero and in fact he's one of the the baby 
Christ of the babyface heroes. He's just like this extreme pure good who still oh. believes himself back in ancient Greece and, and is just he's the hero and he's here to help people and and so you you'll get you get a lot of uh, that on either side. Now bear in mind that despite having read many many comic books uh, on on both sides of the fence, primarily DC, which which hurts sometimes watching these movies because I bring <laughs> a lot of my own baggage in with me. Whereas mm-hmm. I go see Guardians of the Galaxy and I have no idea what the Guardians of the Galaxy are and I can just enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, and you know I I get to I I get to benefit from that because I don't have a mm-hmm. lot of that. I don't have that history with these superhero movies. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, I have them, if I read a book and then go see a movie, then I have that. And it's like, oh, well, you know, this didn't quite live up to this, or I think they should have done this. But like, you know, there's so much history with people and comic book heroes that they, yeah, they come in and they're, obviously these stories are resonating with people and they're, they're very passionate about it. So it's got to be elevated. Even either it's like the greatest thing you've seen (laughs) or, eh, or, oh, I hate this so much and I can't believe they did this and who is this director? I'm going to boycott them forever. Right. <laughs> um, it's it's you, very you hard the for the fanboys to, to differentiate themselves from and I and the fangirls too. Because sure. nobody gets yeah. a pass on this. Ever everyone I does know. it. Um, I just happen to be one of those girls who doesn't yeah. have a whole lot of comic books experience, but there are and, a and lot of other ladies. Everyone walks into these movies and they they bring all of their expectations in and, and you can either be one of those people who can appreciate what's on screen in front of you or it didn't meet the exact expectations of your internal monologue and it is therefore the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. And and I yeah. have I find that even so Wonder Woman is not my favorite super superhero she is in in my top three but not my favorite mm-hmm. my favorite is batman and i can go watch batman in many different interpretations and be perfectly okay with what i see on screen but wonder woman for some reason uh i have i am so particular about wonder woman mythology and, and the wonder woman uh the lore and and what they bring in that I I was really worried I wouldn't enjoy it because I was always afraid that they were going to bring in some aspects I didn't like. And and her story is ever-changing, so I have no idea what I'm going to see when I actually walk into this theater. Uh, And I'm not sure why specifically for Wonder Woman, only because maybe since I've seen so many different versions and iterations of things, I've... I've I've had this wide array of of what I like and don't like, whereas Batman is kind of just Batman and relatively unchanged throughout the years in the comic books. There's not been a lot of growth in the character, whereas Wonder Woman is. They they've had to update the character of Wonder Woman because her initial origins really don't make an awful lot of sense, and so it's been a character who's had to sort of been been brought to to realign the character with the the origin and the mythos but mm-hmm. uh this movie did right more than it did wrong uh there's only a couple of things that I, I really didn't like from the Wonder Woman mythos that showed up mostly Steve Trevor uh <laughs> Primarily Steve Trevor. I have I had a oh, very really? hard time when I knew he was going to be a major role in this movie because he's he's the one. Steve Trevor needs to like be in the opening scene and then somehow die before the end of the first act. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I. Uh, yeah. You know. I so I'm not a super big fan of Chris Pine. Don't mm-hmm. throw tomatoes at me. I no, you know he's a perfectly okay actor, but <laughs> that's about right. Know, in yeah. the Star Trek series, I I have never been super moved by him. I always see him as kind of doing an affectation and. When when I heard about this movie, I was I didn't really expose myself to too much of it, but I kind of peripherally knew that he was going to be in it, and I was like, okay, well, he's 
going to be in it. But um, I was reading afterwards some of the other actors that they were thinking about casting in the the Steve Trevor role. Um, Liam Hemsworth uh, being one of them. Uh, so you could have got mm-hmm. a Liam Hemsworth Steve Trevor and you could have gotten an Alexander Skarsgård Steve Trevor. And I was thinking about that and um, their body shapes aside, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you know, I'm kind of glad we got a Chris Pine because he is not, I mean, again, I don't have the history of the comic books behind me. I just have, you know, the little bit of the Steve Trevor that we got on the Wonder World, uh, the Wonder Woman series. Mm-hmm. But I think he was the everyman that needed to anchor Wonder Woman throughout yeah. this, this introduction to right. her. I mean, this is really kind of, this is the origin story film for Wonder Woman. Right. And, and they needed sort of like a normal, human guide to bring her into this and to because it's kind of about humanity um so you needed a human to to kind of be the secondary well, we could have found someone someone better than steve trevor right there's got to be someone else out there <laughs> i i don't know etta candy was pretty awesome etta, etta um, candy was pretty awesome i i could have i could have lived with etta candy i don't i just i i don't really like chris pine and i've never seen chris pine do something that i didn't wish i was watching bradley cooper do. oh well yeah i <laughs> you know, Bradley Cooper is not my cup of tea either, really. Oh. But um, I, I, I can see that. I can see that. But Chris Pine has this sort of like. <sighs> I mean, I'm going to speak very shallowly right now. Gotcha. But he's kind of like he's he's kind of superficially not very good looking. <laughs> like he he's he's not eye candy. He's I mean some I'm sure some women find him very attractive, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't seem like one of those those Hollywood hunks. To me, he sound he 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 feels like he's kind of like he's just an everyman to me who passes as a movie star, and so he can he can kind of be in a role, and and I I think that I, I just I I bought him as Steve Trevor. I I bought the act. He won me over. Oh, I'm not okay. a mega fan of his anymore or anything like that, but um I I think that uh. I, I can't imagine anybody else in the role right now uh, after having seen it. You said Bradley Cooper. I, I said Brad Cooper. I yeah, that's my thought. I yeah. mean, I, I'll give you Chris Pine. When you, when you see Chris Pine, he looks like somebody who was in an old black and white photo from World War One, mm-hmm. So I, I could see the thought of, well, I mean, he just looks like your guy who would end up finding himself drafted in, in, in World War One, who ended up, you know, having, I, I don't know what it takes to be a spy in World War One. I. I actually have never <laughs> been a spy in World War One, but, well, you know, but I mean, I mean, he does, he does kind of look like just your, your random run of the mill guy that he could see. I just wanted him to die soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you got his death. I mean, I mean, at least he's dead. Alert. Although Chris Pine yeah. has signed a multi-picture deal. Whoa! So Wait, yeah, what? yeah. Chris Chris Pine is signed for more than one movie. Oh. So. I mean, I don't, I don't know if if he's specifically the character of Steve Trevor's coming back. Uh, there's, there are still some some enemies of Wonder Woman out there. Cersei comes to mind, who is is a witch and could conjure an image of Steve Trevor if she wanted to. Oh, so yeah. But no. anyway, so I think I'll admit, I think I cried. Did you cry? I, I have to admit, I did. I cried a couple of times during the film. Um, I cried a tear. A tear fell down my cheek. It it fell down the second time as well that I saw it. Was when he when. He he uh, sacrificed himself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just, you know, it was powerful. It's, you know, the story.
storytellers, they got me. They got yeah. me. Hook, line, and sinker. I was like, look at this. Look at what he's doing. He's having that moment. He knows he's going to kill himself, but he's doing it for, he's doing it for, you know, patriotism or, you know, world peace or something like that. And that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm crying now. So, I, I yeah. Mean, I, I suppose I, if I could feel human emotions, I might have felt something for that. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm some kind of machine. So, uh, all right. So anyway, let's let's roll into the cast because I think we have we have talked to death our overview and we could keep going. Unfortunately, we could we could do a three hour hero talk just on what we thought of the movie itself and somehow Steve Trevor. But let's let's talk about the titular character, shall we? Uh, Okay. Uh, So titular titular. I say titular. I don't know. Is is it particularly inappropriate for this movie if I pronounce it that way? (laughs) gonna say maybe be a little more careful but you know you you say the words the way you want you feel Uh, them you know that's kind of how i've always said it i was so the the main (laughs) character of the movie the title uh, character let's just the title character one although the words wonder woman were never spoken in the which i think was amazing actually because in the first episode of the television series they totally went there they're like he's like you're a wonder woman she's like wonder woman hmm Kind of like one of those breaking the fourth wall yeah. almost kind of scenes. It's like okay, right, right. But, but yeah, I really like that they never referred to her as. as yeah. She said the word wonder in it, mm-hmm. but uh, right at the beginning, the wonders yeah. of humanity or something like that. And but they never referred to her as a Wonder Woman, and I, I respect that. It's always so awkward when they shoehorn that in to, mm-hmm. to some movie. I mean, it's it's one thing when Iron Man gets his name Iron Man because it's you know the newspaper says it and he just rolls with it, but you know. War Machine got his name in a throwaway line in the middle of the movie. Um, Thor's name happens to be Thor. Captain America <laughs> made sense because he was he was a he was a propaganda tool. But man, some of these other characters, uh, especially villains, villains always have their names kind of shoehorned in. Superman just kind of if you remember Man of Steel, they just drop that name out of like Superman's coming, and somebody looks like Superman. Yes, that's what they're calling him. Like, oh, so that's that's how we're getting by that, huh? Was, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was really just like everyone decided off screen to call him Superman. And now that's that. That's what we call him now. So uh, I, I will at least respect them for not saying the words Wonder Woman. But at some point in time, if you're going to have a Wonder Woman series of movies, somebody's got to say yeah, those I'm sure words. They'll find a way to do it somehow. Hopefully, if they keep the same producers, the same or similar yeah. minded director, then. Uh... Patty Jenkins, I, 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 she did. And this is her first action film. I mean, if you look yeah. at, at her. her catalog it's it's like a lot of drama it's a lot of comedy tv shows uh and i mean you figure she obviously has to be good at what she's doing they wouldn't they don't just hand off a big movie like this to nobody so she's she's obviously got i mean she did monster which was a phenomenal movie with charlie she's really good at female intensity so Mm -hmm. monster was all about that that like crazy female intensity and she also directed a couple episodes including the pilot episode of the series the killing which yes. I loved mm-hmm. that series. I thought it was just so atmospheric, and the all of the all of the performances were really good, especially the the main character who was a woman, and she, it was just like the subtlety, the intensity. Um, so, and that a lot of that, I mean. The actors bring a lot to that, but I think really good direction in that sphere is good. But yeah, the surprise is that this is like her first big action thing and that she was able to, I mean, it kind of makes you think like, you know, what what kind of skills do you need to deliver a really good action sequence? And mm-hmm. um, 
The I action think... sequences were phenomenal oh, yeah. in this film. Yeah. Uh, they were, I mean, they were jaw-dropping. And they're the sort of thing that Zack Snyder thinks that he produces <laughs> when he makes action sequences, but doesn't really. But, I, I mean, they were they were masterful. And they, they reminded me a lot of uh, the, uh, that, the, the scene right towards the end of Batman v Superman. I'm going to call it the Batman fight. The Batman scene. Now, I have just seen Dawn of Justice. Yeah. I just watched it after seeing Wonder Woman because I heard Wonder mm. Woman was going to be in that movie and I thought mm-hmm. well maybe I should round out my awareness yeah. of this and man that was a grim movie but it uh, sure was yeah <laughs> the Batman it sure was. the Batman fight I I you know I, I have to say I slept through a little bit of Dawn of Justice just a little bit oh. it was we were it was it was it towards the, the end it was when when Batman was rescuing the mother it was rescuing the mother it was right it was after they figured out their the moms mother. had the same first name and became best friends oh right right yes yes so anyway so there was the Batman fight and the reason I bring that up is because it, it remind when I first saw Wonder Woman actually start to, to take on on the German army right after crossing the no man's land um oh. it reminded me of that fight in that in that, not that they're derivative of each other but in that fight when i saw batman that was the first time i'm like wow i'm seeing batman fight the way i would want to see batman fight and then the same thing happened there was this one scene and wonder woman bursts mm-hmm. in the room and next thing you know i'm watching a wonder woman fight and i'm just in in stunned silence going like that's wonder woman fighting right there and I, I just, I, you can't get over it. it. And to think that, you know, Zack Snyder has done so many action sequences and everything that kind of informed his scene. And Patty Jenkins has done Arrested Development. And <laughs> and you, you get scenes that, that are these, these two stunning scenes from somebody who's, you know, never done this sort of thing before. And somebody who does this sort of thing all the time to a fault. It, it really, it, it, I'm just saying it, it speaks to her her skill as a director to be able to walk in and put together a scene like that as well as it as it as it went and you know you know that kind of sequence is not just the director's baby right Mm. so the director is is corralling a whole heap of different artisans who have probably who are probably the real pros at doing these kinds of sequences but she knows how to how to you know guide them Mm -hmm. uh and and to to make sure that it is done with you know with care for the character and for the tone that she wants to set but like yeah a a good director knows how to harness the the Mm -hmm. people who are working on the production and i'm sure there was a lot of very skilled choreographers and stunt people and um the editing obviously you know uh, editing has a big thing to do with that Mm -hmm. but a lot of that is is done with storyboarding and yeah it was just so impressive i just felt you know i have seen some of the uh recent action films and I, i remember seeing some of the fights and just thinking, man, this fight just doesn't look real. I don't feel it. I feel very like disoriented. I feel like it's moving too fast. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to pull uh, some of the punches because maybe it's it. They're trying to do too much. But this just felt visceral. I was feeling those impacts. You know, mm-hmm. when she like took that guy through the through the uh, through the wall with that at knee the to the chest. Yeah, he's fight. dead. Yeah. yeah, he's dead. Oh, God. Like, that was just, <laughs> I felt that. And I was like, yeah, get him. And then the lasso sequences, even. Yeah, they made like, the lasso look cool. And and the lasso. It looks so good. I, the, the, the lasso, especially when you, when you think back to Linda Carter, who yeah. for some reason didn't have a cameo in this. But when you think back uh, to Linda Carter, yeah. I... I it always kind of came out as like the guy would try to walk, walk, run away, and then she would have to very awkwardly lasso him to stop him from running <laughs> she, away. And in this case, she would throw yeah. <laughs> she would throw the whip 
right? Yeah. She would throw the lasso, the whip, whatever, and then they would cut to the guy like fully wrapped yeah. around with <laughs> yes. it, basically. Yes, it was. It it wasn't fooling anybody. In this case, I I saw her fighting with the lasso, and I firmly believed this thing is a is a is a weapon of prominence that mm-hmm. that she she could yield in order to try to fight off a a, a German regiment. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was very impressed with 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 that whole scene. And it was done very well. Um, and and to to kind of go off your point, yes, Patty Jenkins does have all these people and choreographers and storyboarders. However, Zack Snyder had those same people when he was choreographing a fight between Batman and Superman, and that was probably the most disjointed and just confusing and nonsensical fight I have seen in a superhero film since since George Clooney fought Mister Freeze. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did a I mean, everybody did a really good job on yeah. this film. Mm-hmm. I think everybody earned their their pay. Um, you know, Gal Gadot, I don't Gadot, really know how to actually. pronounce her name. Gadot, is it Gadot? It is, okay. it is Gadot. We 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 totally wasted a waiting for Gadot joke on her and and then we found <laughs> out it was Gadot. So, yeah. Gadot. Okay. I will never mispronounce it again, but like mm-hmm. she was just so so good and I didn't know anything about her oh, before nothing. seeing I this. I will I will say I Every every time her name has come up, I feel the personal need to apologize because when her when she got first assigned this role, I I saw and I I just I had to seek out what is she from and and the only thing I could really find that I I had available to me was the Fast and the Furious series and I saw mm-hmm. that and I said not a chance no they yeah. totally got it wrong and 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 so obviously this is why you should never really listen to me and I don't know what I'm talking about because she was <laughs> phenomenal and is perfect for it and so just as we mentioned her name I. I I'm now once again compelled to say, uh, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm doing. She was great. <laughs> don't go by what I say. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go and, ahead. you know, maybe that's in conjunction with having a really good director who's mm-hmm. able to bring out intensity and is able to, sh- I mean, she was photographed beautifully. Mm-hmm. She is so gorgeous in this. Oh, my gosh. She's flawless. I, she is and, a like, former Miss Israel, was, actually. Well, yes. <laughs> okay. And I think she went to the Miss Universe pageant as well, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, yeah. Um, she, I mean, she's just gorgeous, but like she at part in part of this filming, I think when they, they did, had to do some reshoots, she was five months pregnant, five you guys. Five months pregnant, had to wear the, the green thing over her belly so they could edit out the baby bump. I know. She's a hot mom, you guys. She yes. is a hot mom. She's got two kids and she's Wonder Woman. And that is amazing. Like, it's just like, yeah, she was beautiful. She was totally charming. Mm-hmm. She could like, she could be like her smiling in it was just like it wins it wins you over it warms your heart it makes you think gosh she's so cute and then when she's intense you're like man do not get on her bad side oh. like she just has that she has the range in this and yeah. um you know sometimes you see people and you look at their eyes and you're like man there, maybe there's nothing behind those eyes you know but she does have it and and uh, I was really impressed and I was looking at the list of of people like they've been trying to make this movie for a really oh, really since long like time. the, the mid 90s they've been trying to get this movie on and and so many different people associated with it sandra bullock at one point oh yeah i don't know yeah. i don't know if i can oh buy sandra bullock as wonder Woman. i don't know no i mean i've seen miss congeniality which is very close to wonder woman <laughs> actually no it's nothing like no, wonder it's, woman it's but... not no <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like I, I think you know we just got somebody who was ready to play her and did a really really good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to my husband after the show and I was like, she kind of reminded me of Angelina Jolie, and and my husband was like, yeah, but she can act. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, like, now. <laughs> 
Miss <laughs> Angelina Jolie is a hero talk favorite, and and we and we, I love Angelina Jolie. Love I have the hugest girl crush on her. I love what she does for humanity. She's a UNHCR, you know, high commissioner for refugees. Like she, she's a great person in real life. I'm sure of it. Like, but it, she's really hard to. I love. But she's, I try to watch her movies. Are you really? But, because I love yeah, her, I, I love just... her in movies. Mister and Mrs. Smith, Tomb Raider, Salt, uh, Wanted. She was the only watchable thing in in Wanted. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, but she's always like kind of the same. I liked her in Mister and Mrs. Smith a mm-hmm. lot. I think that was the best role she had. But I think it's because of all this chemistry. Like she and Brad Pitt really played really well. They did. They did uh, off against she, each she other. She was great in Salt too. I mean, and, I, I didn't see okay, Salt. She, uh, you know, I but yeah, she was. You know, she I played very like well her. in Salt. I, I just have yeah. trouble watching her on screen now, and that's probably just me. But yeah. I, it's just like it's kind of like, all right, I know that I'm watching this because it's Anna, Angelina Jolie. I'm not watching it because she's going to give a really good performance. But maybe you know, I mean, she's won an Oscar, she right? Has. So I, what yeah. do I know? Yeah, yeah, I think she won uh, Best Supporting Actress for um, Girl Interrupted. That's correct. I yes, yes, she did. Yes, 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 she did. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, uh, I used to know my movie <laughs> trivia. <laughs> yes. No, I, 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 I've been a fan since I think her break. Out role was Gia. Yeah, and, Gia was yeah, good. Yeah, Gia was good. And I just, I like everything she's in. She's just one of those actresses that I just like in everything. Um, I would but have. Fifteen I would have, years ago, we could have had Angelina yeah. Jolie as one. And, and fifteen years ago, I think. I mean, today, I don't think that would have been the best choice because no. it's just you know time. Time comes for us all. But I think. I think. <laughs> but yeah, sure. I, 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 I think Gal Gadot was was perfect, and I I I'm sorry I doubted it. I I saw so I had in my head a, a handful of actresses that I really thought I I wanted to see. One of which was uh, Gina Carano, former MMA fighter. Uh, oh. Ironically, also in the Fast and Furious movie series. Now, um, she was also she uh she was a starring role, and I'm trying to th- oh, what was the name of the uh, Haywire? I think was the name of the film. Uh, so basically, physically, she could be Wonder Woman. Uh, mm-hmm. acting range. Not even a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, that's important. Yeah. If they haven't I, come up with that way to like match the looks to right. the acting performance just yet. They'll get there. No, they'll just get wait. There. Uh, another person I would have liked to have seen. Um, I would have liked to have seen Gina Torres have a crack at the role. Gina Torres. Gina Torres. Uh, yeah, from Firefly. She was Zoe on Firefly. Oh, Cleopatra okay. twenty five twenty five. Um, mm-hmm. and then I think she was also played the role of Cleopatra, and uh, she was a, a pirate on Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. I'm looking her up okay. right now. I love me some Hercules: The Legendary Journey. That's where 99 percent of my Greek mythology comes from: Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Xena: Warrior Princess. I watched both. I, I usually sure. I usually default to Hercules, um, because I watched it first. That was obviously like Xena was the spinoff, and because I've met Kevin Sorbo. I, I so me and my wife met Kevin Sorbo at at a, at a Comic Con. And so you think, oh, so you talked to him about Hercules? I'm like, no, no, he actually didn't talk to me at all. But he and my wife talked about golf for about five minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, your wife knows what to, to chat to those yeah. people about because I'm sure the last thing they want to talk about yeah. is their roles. Yeah, no, no. He, but that man, when, when he asks where we're from and we tell him, and then he starts listing off all the good golf courses by where we live. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, <laughs> this guy knows his New England golf courses. He, he basically he says- he basically said to me, like, listen, if, if there's a golf course there, I've been there. I'm like, well, when you're famous like that, then that's what you can do with your time, I guess. Yeah. Everyone's got their hobbies, yeah. right? 
I think they just did a really good job casting all the, I mean, I think they did a great job casting everybody, but the Amazons in particular, Mm -hmm. I was just really blown away. Uh, Again, I didn't see any of the footage really before going into the movie. So when I saw Robin Wright roll up. Yeah, Buttercup showed up. (laughs) And I was like, it's Claire. Oh my gosh, from House of Cards. I have just been watching uh, the current season of House of Cards. Mm -hmm. So so Claire Underwood is on my brain. And I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, how perfect is this? She did very, she was a general, uh, Antiope. You just saw this movie. Was it Antiope? Is that how you say it? Yeah, it's uh, Antiope, I believe, is the pronunciation that they use. Yeah. It it rhymes with Calliope. Antiope. Antiope. That's the way I remembered it. Well, that's, that's a great mnemonic device. Yes, yes. Um, no, she was, I mean, I loved all the women and I loved that these, they were all like in their 30s, mm-hmm. 40s, and 50s. You know, these weren't the the young flighty girls from the Wonder Woman series in the 70s who were running around on the island yeah. and then randomly you had Cloris, Cloris Leachman as mother. Yes! Who was- <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome in it. I loved that she was she was throwing in some like winks and <laughs> nods and humor in there as much as she could and I loved every minute of it. But this was an entirely different thing. This is like just a bunch of badasses. I don't know if I can say that on this. You can but, you like, can say that. We've just... we've said far okay. worse on Hero Talk than <laughs> okay. that. They they were just so awesome. Like Connie Nielsen, I wasn't really super familiar with her, but I was like, man, she looks familiar oh, it's from to Glady. me. Right? Oh, okay, Gladiator. Yeah, she's yes, from yes, Gladiator yes. and um, I re- oh, the um oh, with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. I'm trying to think of the name of that movie right off the top of my head. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. That's those okay. were the two places I specifically remembered her from. Uh, yeah. She was also in One Hour um, Photo, which is one of uh, Robin Williams' greatest greatest roles. Uh, a great scary performance. Is that? Mark Romanek directed that. Am I correct with that? I don't know. I'm doing all my movie trivia now. Um, Uh, (laughs) uh, Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I'm always happy when I remember these random things. I used to be really, really, really into movies. Mm -hmm. And and I used to see all of them when they came out. But that was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Um, But yeah, I think they just did all of these women. They just had such gravitas. You know, they... they, I I really wish they would have taken some time to maybe... Uh, give us a little bit more individual personality to each, you know, because there's there there is a lot of comic books that take place on Themyscira, and a lot of oh, the I a see. lot of the Amazons have their own characters, and and they get fleshed out in the comics a lot more. And so you show a group shot, and you just if you say, all right, pick out Artemis. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. They've none of these people get to st- get to talk. You know, it's basically I get uh, I, mm-hmm. I get Hippolyta, I get Antiope, and I get Diana, and that's about it. Those mm-hmm. are the only speaking roles. Yeah. Everyone else is just there, and 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 they all. I mean, if you look at the 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 uh, the credits, they all got names. They, people were mm-hmm. assigned to specific Amazons. I'm assuming they're going to show up in, in maybe some later films. Uh, I, that would I, be great. I would think maybe yeah. if if I was if I was Diana and I was helping the Justice League and a bunch of interdimensional foot soldiers were flooding the world and I knew that there was an island full of warrior women, I might mm-hmm. go back there and say, um, where do you think they're going to go when they're done with everywhere else? <laughs> yeah, and so maybe we'll mm-hmm. get to see these people again. Uh, at the very least, maybe we'll get to see them again in Wonder Woman two. The, the search for—I I, I was going to try to think of a subtitle, Spock. but yeah, <laughs> I was going to go with the search for more money. I was going to go full the search for Steve. The search, the search for, for Steve. Steve Trevor. She's going to go find his body uh, in the airplane, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, he, some resurrection dead. action. He's—he's he's blown up, or is he? 
Or is he? Let, dun, let's, dun, let's just dun. let's just keep him dead. All right. So Gal Gal okay. Gadot did great job as as Wonder Woman. Yes. I mean, and we got to talk about the the costume because the costume is one of those things. the The traditional Wonder Woman costume I don't like mm-hmm. because it, it it was the costume was designed first, and then they came up with a really hokey explanation for it. And it was obviously the original costume was meant to resemble an American flag because, like all the other superheroes that are invented in that time, she was a patriot. American character was helping us fight the Nazis. You know, so when when Wonder Woman and and Superman and and Captain America are all punching out Nazis and Hitler in the face and whatnot, uh, she was in with that crew. But I mean, Superman was from Kansas and Captain America was from Brooklyn. But Wonder Woman was from an island in the yep. middle of the ocean. Yep. So so why like, is she wearing an American flag? Right. It, yeah. I mean, well, they they wanted to design kids under ruse mm-hmm. and then yeah. they're like, okay, let's let's make something around this. No, I I you know, the the outfit, the costume for her in particular didn't really move me in any particular way. Um I I it it felt a lot more metallic. It felt like it was actually mm-hmm. armor, but then, you know, obviously it wasn't the armor like Ares's armor which was amazing by the yes. way the the where mm-hmm. he like he basically molded his armor from flames and metal and like dragged his fingers down to make his eye that was that out. was pretty sweet thing was amazing yes, yes. um it's like okay well you know she's she's got her her bits and ninnies are covered <laughs> up but like her it, her arms and her legs you know it, it really it, i would it, think I mean, especially when you when you very well establish that she's not bulletproof. You know, right. if, if she can be sliced, she can be cut. Uh, she she might be resilient, but she can she can still she's not invulnerable. It's not like Superman. If Superman mm-hmm. wants to roll out wearing a thong, uh, he's really no less protected than when he's wearing his regular no- Superman suit. Sure. But Wonder Woman has a lot of uh very crucial veins and arteries exposed, <laughs> and you you really see it, especially at the end of Batman v Superman, where the three of them are on screen at the exact same time, and you. You see Batman who's wearing his bat suit and Superman who's wearing super suit and and Wonder Woman who has you know uh, a very vital organs exposed I mean it's 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 the bare minimum and and so I can almost explain away like well I mean it's Amazon armor it's with the Amazons but then when you see Themyscira uh, all the other Amazons seem to have armor that covers more of them and you wonder so what's her deal like don't th- the first thing I thought and this is this is what occurs to me is if I'm Wonder Woman and I I have bracelets that deflect bullets. I think to myself, okay, I want to be covered head to toe in whatever that material's made out of. Well, they kind of worked this out a little bit when they were in the the clothing shop mm-hmm. uh, in London, where she's like, hey, everything was so stifling. How do you move around and fight in this? So she needed to have she needs to have room to move around. And if you look at uh, a costume like, let's say, Batman's mm-hmm. from Dawn of Justice, he wasn't able to move around at all in that thing. No. Oh my gosh, he looked like he was stuffed into that thing and. And he was barely able to move. Like, I didn't believe any single one of those movements that he made uh, in that suit. And Superman's suit is just, like, tights. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whatever. It's tights. So, you know, none of the costuming is perfect. None of it is going to be realistic. I think they did an okay job. I think that it wasn't too sexy. I don't think it wasn't too. I, it wasn't too flamboyant. It it just. I think it served a purpose. It's it's the um, best interpretation I, I've ever 
seen of Wonder Woman's costume outside of Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I've, quite frankly, I think they got it right, and it's what Lucy Lawless wore in Xena, because I think that's that. Mm-hmm. It just uh, threw a little color in that, and that's what I want Wonder Woman to wear. Um, yeah. And this was pretty close. I mean, it just, I've, now I've never done battle in a halter top. Just sure. full disc- I mean, so how can you really speak disclosure. to the, so, the adequacy? Yeah, I can't. I can't say whether or not it would work. But I would say, yeah. as as an engineer at heart, uh, I I have to question <laughs> whether it would. Although I was watching the sequence uh, on No Man's Land where she was facing that battery of bullets, mm-hmm. right? And she had bent down and she had her shield out in front of her. And the first viewing, I thought, okay, that's a little unrealistic. How is she going to avoid all those? But then the second time. I watched it. And if you look at that side view of her shielding herself, her leg plates actually that came up above her knees were actually shielding yes, all were. of the bullets from her lower body. Yes. And then she had her upper body shielded. So like it actually like worked out. They paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. It it was physically possible for her armor to protect her from that that all of those bullets mm-hmm. so maybe maybe we just need to like be okay with it because it's real life and it totally works I, I, yeah I, I listen I've I've been down this road <laughs> with many a Wonder Woman fan who eventually says listen it looks cool just let it go mm-hmm. and so eventually I need to just kind of make my peace with the fact that Wonder Woman is never going to be clad in in armor and that it's always going to be some rendition that's reminiscent of the early costume and no matter how ridiculous the early costume is we have to call back to it in some fashion or another i've yeah. i've and yeah. i i need to make my peace with that this is the best i've seen it portrayed uh i i like that the 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 warrior skirt was blue but there weren't star mm-hmm. spangledness all over it because that looks better <laughs> yes um i i like i like the eagle uh that's at the top of the halter i like the strap that she uses for the sword and shield i like that that's kind of a thing i'd like to have shoulder armors because if if it was me and i had to fight in that get up i would want some shoulder armor as well but i mean i also like that she's fighting with a sword and shield which is something that has only very recently become a mainstay in the comic books so oh, I see. so more or less yeah. uh this this is the best i've seen it however um i just i just wanted to wear what xena wears am i am i asking too much <laughs> i just want yeah i mean Maybe, maybe just a smidge. Maybe write a uh, have a letter campaign. You know, yeah. you just start a letter writing campaign in. Say, look, I don't know how far you are into the production <laughs> of Wonder Woman two, but here are my notes, and just send them like the series of Xena. Yeah. And, I, I took some and, costume you know, notes hope- for you, and it's just a picture of Xena. <laughs> like, here, see what you can do with that. Yeah. It looks yeah, so I good think- in Xena, though. Xena's costume was it, it, it was designed so perfect. I was I I'm in stunned silence as I even think about it now as to how great was that costume design. Somebody did a great job on that. And then you look yeah, at Wonder Woman, you think that's what you should be wearing. That makes perfect sense. I- that's a warrior princess. You're a warrior princess. How have you not made this connection? <laughs> because they want to delineate maybe a little bit. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, okay. I think I don't know. I think they did. I think they did a, a reason reasonably good job. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not uh, super into costume design in particular, hero costume design, but um, I do uh, play a lot of MMOs with fantasy y- characters. You, you do, yes. And I, you know, I know that when I'm playing a female warrior, I have an arms warrior in World of Warcraft, I do tend to um, unequip her helm, or, or not unequip, but uh, make it invisible, mm-hmm. uh, hide helm a lot, and sometimes I even hide shoulders, depending on... Wow. Uh, now, 
but that doesn't mean that she doesn't have the armor. Maybe it's just invisible instead of the jet. Maybe her some of her armor uh, armor is invisible. <laughs> maybe we need to think yeah. about that. You're, you're, they you're don't asking say me it, to but... let go of an awful lot. Here. <laughs> but uh, I all right. Well, I'm 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 letting it go. I've said my piece about the costume. Uh, if it's this is a step closer to Xena, so this was a good thing. Okay. And, okay, and, and we'll, we'll we'll get there. And I I just it generally I like that it's metallic. I like the armor. Um, I actually I like yeah. the boots. Uh, I like that they the sort of look good. like sandals. A little, I mean, I they I love the general design and the look. And what I like about it is when you see her in the costume, there's no question in my mind that that's Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. I mean, it just looks like Wonder Woman. Where sometimes where you get a costume design, they have to tell you, hey, this is who this is supposed to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, you can tell. Totally yeah, you can tell. totally tell. Like, I, yeah. it's it's updated. It's not the Star Spangled shorts. You know, it, it's it, it's it's not just you know an American flag draped over her. But you can still see Wonder Woman when you see it, which is which is very very important. Yeah, I'm right. looking at the costume now, and I think it's I think it's good. I like the strap. Like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I like the strap. Yeah, the tiara isn't even doesn't even bug me. No, yeah. I like I like the the tiara she wears here much better than than the traditional tiara, like the kind that that Linda Carter wore. I I very much mm-hmm. appreciate she didn't take her tiara off and throw it like a frisbee because that's a thing uh, in the comic books i still really want a pair of these forearm bracelets I and i want the kind that light up yes i want them you know how she's like when she crosses her oh, arms yeah. and yeah. the magic i they i'm looking at a picture right now and they're lit up like lava mm-hmm. and i was like man how much would it cost for me to get one of those that lights up i just want that yeah. okay all right but yeah I, I just i just bought my daughter a gal gal Gadot doll so oh, like, she good. wanted like the 20 dollars doll with the action poses and i said no i'm gonna get you the ten dollar doll <laughs> well you know, you know maybe when her birthday rolls around or christmas or something we'll like that go go for broke yeah. go for <laughs> <laughs> any all right anyway uh let me see who else from the cast do i really want to want to talk about so if we've uh, so we said robin wright connie neeson um i aries so david thulis and i believe that's how you say uh-huh. it thulis as as aries so this was the twist we didn't know this character was aries at the time ever we were supposed to think that ludendorff was aries played by Danny Houston, but instead David David Thewlis was. Um, did you see it coming? Were, were you surprised he was Ares? So I was I was talking to my husband about this. I didn't know that he was Ares consciously, but the minute I saw him, I was like, hmm, in Harry Potter, didn't he play a character that like he was something different than you thought he was? And I'm like, there's going to be something about him that's different that we don't mm-hmm. think, but I'm not sure yet. But so it wasn't a surprise, okay. but I did go like, oh, snap when he was in the little uh, guard station yeah. uh, after she took out Ludendorff and then nothing happened. I wasn't surprised that nothing happened when she killed Ludendorff, but the shoe hadn't really dropped for right. me. So, so, but I think the reveal was pretty, mm. was pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, I, their whole sequence together was, I just really liked it. I did. I did. What I like, so I was, I was a little bit worried because when, when Hippolyta tells Wonder Woman where she came from, she specifically tells her about being molded from clay and then, and then being mm-hmm. imbued with life, and in this case by Zeus, which was uh, her original mm-hmm. comic book origin was that. I mean, she was imbued with life by Aphrodite, but, you know, the same same general origin. She was uh, molded by clay. And I thought to myself, I was really hoping they weren't going to do the molded by clay, because her, 
her most recent incarnation in the comics, uh, which everyone seems to like a lot better, is that she's the biological daughter of Zeus and Hippolyta. And when, mm-hmm. then when she's the daughter of Zeus, that makes me think of Hercules, which makes me think of Xena, which makes me think of Wonder Woman. It's a beautiful symmetry. Yes. And, and so I was I was really worried they weren't going to do that. And then when Ares finally reveals that, and now that he didn't specifically say that that she was the biological daughter of Hippolyta and Zeus. Rather, he kind of implied that Zeus already had her or created her from his essence and then left her with Hippolyta. But I'm just going to go ahead and believe that that's, she's the biological daughter because I choose to. There was something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the exact words, but I believe there was saying something and the where they referred to Hippolyta as the mother and as mm-hmm. Zeus as the father. Um and then she called him brother. Yes, she did. So yep. um, there's that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, yeah. And, and I even think that the the hide, the whole like, oh, you were made out of clay and imbued with life by Zeus. Now, let's let's talk about what imbuing with life really means. <laughs> I mean, so. Well, let's not you get know, too it, graphic here. This been, is still a yes, relatively I mean, that, 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 that could, that, Yeah, that could be taken as like he's the father, but without really, you know, pointing it out a little bit. It's not maybe a total lie, but. Um. Yeah, it's like uh, if someone told me that I was made of clay and imbued with life, I would probably ask questions, but maybe not. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I've I've never lived on Paradise Island myself, so I don't really know. She's the only kid, so. But then she read yeah. all those books on procreation, so I mean, you would think the question would have come up at some point. She knows the birds and the bees, she but does. you know she's taken it all at face value. I mm-hmm. get, you know, she's got no reason to disbelieve any of the women that are her tutors or her, you know, her mom or her mm-hmm. aunt. You know, they're all they're all having a good old time there. Um, I would like now that you said it, I would like to see more of of uh, more about Themyscira and its origin. I think the whole origin uh, sequence that they did with the you know the animations yeah. uh was really really well done i felt like uh enlightened and <laughs> Um, <laughs> I felt like, oh, I learned something. Is this school? I don't, I don't know that this is actually uh Greek mythology, but I feel like I'm more informed. They made it feel like Greek mythology. Something. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just I, I but I kind of like I want to, I kind of want to see the story of that whole battle sequence and. It seems like Amazons there's like a really good DVD and... extra in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I now what I found kind of a little odd is that uh the Amazons and their island was was created by Zeus and. There was a lot of tribute to Zeus in this. Uh, whereas comic book wise, obviously, uh, Hera is is usually brought up, the, the queen of the gods, because uh, if you think about it, it makes more sense that the Amazons would would be more aligned to Hera than than the, the king of the gods. Uh, and and then they say it a lot in the comic books, you know, like Hera help me, stuff like that. Hera give me strength. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of references to Zeus and not as much to Hera, which was kind of it. It, it was when you when you bring and that's my baggage. Like I say, I when I bring mm-hmm. that in and I know that the the Amazons constantly reference Hera. To never hear her name spoken in this movie was definitely a little odd to me. Yeah, you know, when they're writing these things, they have to really balance, yeah. you know, depth of of the material versus what's going to be the most, what's going to work for the audience presentation, right? And, you know, if they had also included Hera, maybe they could have factored it in. But I think, you know, that's some of the things that we rely on filmmakers to do is to 
not dumb it down, really, but make it uh, really palatable More in a way that allows us, yeah, allows us to have the experience and not get too caught up in the nuts and the bolts in the moment. Because mm. I can imagine my brain going a number of different ways. I mean, already it's like, oh, Zeus and and the ma- and man and Aries, and I'm glad they didn't throw a whole bunch of names in there because it just would have, I think, you know, it, it, that's, I mean, it's probably a hard decision for them to make in those, you know, in the writing rooms and, um. That, you know, to cut some major player out of the lore. But uh, I think I, I think they might have made the, the right decision here. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I get why. You you can't you can't have Zeus be the father of Wonder Woman. And then all of them then Hera like there's only so many Greek gods that you can bring in. Uh what I did find, uh this is especially when you contrast this with with Thor is in Thor they go out of their way as they introduce the the Norse mythology that we are not actually gods we are just like super advanced aliens that just seemed like gods to the people who were around then mm-hmm. whereas in Wonder Woman they they straight up say all right Greek mythology is canon now yeah yeah I thought that was really interesting and I was like wow yeah. Zeus created mm-hmm. mankind this is this is just how it is in our world and I thought wow that that took some gumption, you know, that to, somebody approved and said, hey, right, well, listen, we're, we're just going to roll with mm-hmm. the presumption that yep. Greek mythology was fact. And we're gonna we're just gonna roll with that. And it, it, just when you when you think about how how Thor went out of its way to say uh, Norse mythology is is just the myth based on mm-hmm. our visits to Earth, and then you know the other side is like yes, Zeus created yeah. mankind. Like, oh, okay then we uh we're going we're both feet in. We are going all in on that. Yeah, and now their whole you know the whole Justice League thing is sort of tied to that reality. Yeah. Then isn't it? it? It really is. Uh, I mean, I, I guess there was at one point where uh, Hippolyta had a throwaway line that it didn't really stick too much where she said like oh well that's that's all just a story so then you wonder like all right so is this just a bedtime story is it just was there something i don't know i but then you know aries straight up said you know my my father's creation they needed to show them what they were so all right so now we're now we're back to zeus created mankind or does aries just believe it because he is a god but then the other people don't buy it because it's just a story to them and then i then i realized i'm thinking about this too hard (laughs) so i stopped but it's fun though right (laughs) i mean if it's fun to think about think about it yeah all right uh so we we need to really quickly hit the rest of the cast because i still have a lot of notes to talk about and and we are we are going straight Wrong. We, we okay, certainly good. are. <laughs> All right. Um. So briefly, uh, Samir was played by Saeed Tafmaui. I I mm-hmm. think I said that right. Uh, I remember yeah. him specifically from the live action GI Joe movie where he played Breaker, uh, a French actor. I remember him from uh, Three Kings. Three Kings. Actually, that's do you right, remember yes. the movie Three Kings? Three Kings uh, with uh, he was really George good Clooney. in Three Kings. Yeah. yeah, he was really good in that. Um, and I think I saw him in a couple other things. I, he hasn't been in a whole lot, but um. Um, yeah, I remember him in like hideous kinky. No one has seen that though. But um, uh, yeah, he he was he was he. He was very similar to mm-hmm. to you know his performances in those other movies that I've seen, which were equally strong, I think. Yes. So no, I, he's, I liked he's him. a very very talented actor. Um, let's see. So Ewan Bremner played Charlie. Uh, I remember him specifically from Black Hawk Down. I remember him from Train Spotting. Ah. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I remember him from. Um, I. I gosh, I don't remember when I saw Black Hawk Down. He was he was the character who couldn't hear very well because the explosion went off right next to his head. Ah, uh, what are you what are you saying? Yeah. What did you just say? Yeah, what? Say exactly. that again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see what you were doing. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep, I'm trying to be You're funny. You're doing a little shtick. Me, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on, we're 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 gonna roll because I I got story points I want to talk about. Uh, Eugene Brave Rock okay. played the chief. Uh, most uh-huh. people will remember him from The Revenant with Leo DiCaprio. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Now mm-hmm. I now I remember where yep. I know him. And from. Lucy Davis, we already mentioned her as Etta. Uh, so Etta, by the way, this is the first time I've seen Etta live action and that I can recall. And uh, I I loved her in this movie. Uh, Lucy Davis, very famous from uh, Shaun of the Dead and The British Office. Yes, I I I actually looked her up before uh, we started recording because. I knew I knew her from somewhere, but I didn't know where. I was like, it's driving me crazy. I need to know. And then it said Lucy Davis. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Dawn mm-hmm. from The Office. That is so awesome. Mm-hmm. She was the, uh, so, the yeah, Pam she equivalent, she was right? Great. The, yes, yeah. yes. So, oh, so anyway, I, but I loved, I really wish she had more scenes. Uh, because every scene she was in, she stole. And it's, it's yep. very hard to oh, be in I a like scene her. with Chris Pine <laughs> and Gal Gadot. And yet I care more about what your character is doing than what their characters are doing. Mm-hmm. No, she was very strong. Which I guess I could see why she wasn't in more scenes because she's upstaging Gal Gadot. You got to step in and say, "All right, Lucy." Um, she had a bunch more scenes, mm-hmm. and then Gal was like, "Cut yeah. her!" You know, <laughs> they're starting to measure her for the Wonder Woman suit. People are making rumors, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's there's oh, just backstage politics and everything. I'd like to see that. Actually, <laughs> I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Etta mm-hmm. as oh, Wonder yeah. Woman. I would. I would. I'd like to see that too. Uh, she was. I. I love. She made me laugh. I. Most of my laughs came from her. Her lines in this movie mm-hmm. all right so that's that's the cast let's let's talk about some things i want to say first of all this movie thanks specifically to this movie if you look in my google search history now you will see the phrase world war one condoms <laughs> what so, so you know how i'm crazy right like I'm just uh, well, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. So there, there is a, a romance that develops between Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman. I obviously don't approve because I don't like Steve Trevor. But it's now is there a romance that develops between them, or is it one sided? I, I mean, they. So maybe he he falls in love with her. She seems to uh-huh. be in love with him. They definitely share a night together. Uh, yeah, I think she loves him as a human being. Uh, yeah, she, she's not uh, romantically. I think she's in, using uh, him. Yeah, she is, does not have the same infatuation with him that he has with her. Uh, but yes. she does have have a love directed towards him in some manner or not. And they they did have carnal relations. Very yes, or implied. There was pleasure yes. seeking going yes. on uh, on to her which part. I immediately thought to wasn't there a lot of syphilis in the middle of World War One? There's a stat on this, Wes, that I looked up because why wouldn't I? Um, <laughs> that's that's what you do. Syphilis, World War I, One. It's all in that's your what I do. <laughs> so, uh, in the course of World War One, um, over seven million U.S. troops contracted syphilis. Okay, so that's that is sad. that is sad. It was uh and and because of that, they actually started to issue condoms to the soldiers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, mostly the British. The American soldiers didn't get a whole lot until more towards the end. The, my immediate thought was after their night is, did you use protection? <laughs> that was what was going through my head. Like, did they use protection? I don't think Wonder Woman needs to worry about that. I think if she can heal up a scratch on her arm overnight or within the span of a couple hours, I think she can knock syphilis for a loop if that happens to be a thing yeah, that but, happens. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was not a train of thought I was really willing to have at the time. And I as I was sitting there researching, like was it all I wanted to know was is it plausible that he could have had a condom? Because as soon as it's plausible, I can move on with my life. 
So here's something interesting, though. When we talk about mm -hmm. that, um, maybe he didn't have syphilis. And, and here's a story point that, that may be the reason. So when he was in the fountains and she was uh, at some point, she, oh, wait, they were in the sailboat. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was asking if he had ever slept with women. He's like, sure, I've slept with women. I've slept with the women. Yes, I slept with women. Um, so he kind of like gives that machismo answer. Mm -hmm. But then when they're dancing and she's asking him about you know like what happens in a lifetime and he's talking about you know people just want to you know read the paper in the morning have breakfast you know mm -hmm. get married have kids you know and she asks what's that like and he says he doesn't know i mean there's this you know it, it almost felt to me when i first saw it like it was a confession that he he didn't know about love making mm -hmm. maybe. maybe you yeah. could extrapolate that so maybe he was a virgin and he was just playing it big so that you know she was you know that was his first time and his oh. last time you know what that you makes know? it less upsetting to me somehow so okay, I'm gonna I'm good. gonna roll with that. We've we've decided. Okay, good. As as so as it is said, so shall it be done. On Hero Talk, Steve Trevor was a virgin. Yay! Yeah, we made that happen. That was us. We did that. Um, although I'm glad you bring up the boat because I just want to say, just for general um nautical safety, uh, if you are in a boat that is underway and making way, uh, don't both people on on board go to sleep. That's just a bad bad idea. You don't you don't want to both be sleeping while you're making way on a ship because you don't know where you're going and you can't adjust course and you might hit something and it it is the middle of a war you know you might yes. want to you might want to take turns or something I just I'm just saying that's just that's just not good safety that's and you might run into an island of sirens right you know we are talking about mythology <laughs> yeah. here so you know don't you not want to close your eyes around them or something I think yeah um you, I it's been a really long time since I read the Iliad or anything like that. So yeah. I, I want to say with the sirens, wasn't it just one person on board has to hear them, but every, I don't know. All I remember is they used like little sticks of wood to keep their eyes open. That's yeah. all I remember so, about that. I was in seventh grade. It was a long time ago. Anyway, but the, the, the important thing is don't, don't, don't sail and make way when you, yes. when you're sleeping. Um, although he, apparently he just happened to run into a towboat, which was really lucky because yeah. I was thinking like, that's, that's going to be a quite, the, quite the boating experience, but good for them. <laughs> and also, as long as we're talking about the scene where they danced did it bother you that wonder woman didn't even finish her beer i did she even taste it i don't believe I was, she even I... took a sip they handed her the beer they had yeah. a little talk she sets the beer down they dance then there's snow and then we and then we don't get to find out what happened to the beer and i'm thinking it's a war zone <laughs> Uh, people would like to enjoy that beer. It seems crass to just let it sit like that. I don't know. I think that uh, Wonder Woman seems more like a gin and tonic lady to me. So uh, you know, it doesn't uh, doesn't really break my heart. <laughs> I, I'm not super into beer, but I I do think that every uh, red blooded American man who does drink beer and enjoy the occasional uh, you know suds uh, is probably like really focused on that scene and the fact that she didn't drink her mm -hmm. beer. And, and that I. <laughs> Include myself amongst their numbers because that's yes, I, and I, I can't help it. This is what I do when I watch movies. Now I don't really get to truly enjoy them. I have to start looking for things in the background because I think to myself, at some point I'm going to record a hero talk on this, and I'm going to at least want to bring some some of these points up. And I can't help what I focus on. And sometimes it's like a picture in the background that's wrong, or you uh -huh. know, in this case it was, hey, she didn't drink the beer. Hey, hey, you didn't you didn't drink your beer. <laughs> 
(laughs) I'm on the whole other side of this. I'm on the side where I'm overlooking like really bad continuity breaks (laughs) and stuff like that. Just been like, oh, it's so pretty. Like I'm, I'm on the other side. I, I, my suspension of disbelief is like Olympian level. I can, I can sit through the worst of stuff and just be like, oh, look, it's shiny and be perfectly happy. For as well as it was done, you have to be able to suspend this. The idea that Ares was behind World War One was, I, I mean, it was it was happenstance that she just happened to run into Ares, because quite frankly, even after Ares dies, we go on and have World War Two, and we almost sure. say, oh, the god of war, you think you did bad? Hold my beer. <laughs> I brought it full well, circle. She does- yeah. She yes, you did. I I appreciate the efforts that yeah. you're making. You know, she did talk about you know humans. They're they're more complicated than she would have thought. Yeah. You know, they're just. She kind of speaks to it in the beginning that you know there there's a whole other side to them, and they're not just uh, at the will of of this god who is infusing them with these warish thoughts and behaviors. They actually they're they're making their own decisions to some mm-hmm. degree, um, and. And then maybe it's the kind of thing where once you open up the door of of a, a warring, you know, being a warring people, maybe you can't close it. Maybe just killing Ares can't can't fix it all. Even yeah. though all the Germans were hugging and crying at the end. Um, yes, they they were they were know, they were very emotional at the end. They were all also like thirteen years old. They were they were all. I mean, that's that's who was fighting wars. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's we 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 still do that. It's still you know young kids fighting wars. But it's uh, I, I just I I I thought about it, and it didn't even occur to me in the theater. I thought about it later as I was looking over my notes that she very likely could have uh, just as likely I should say could have come uh, come and and looked around at the at the war and the battlefront and not found Ares because Ares was just standing. Standing by going, yeah, that's what they do. I don't have to be involved in this at all. Mm-hmm. I can just watch. No, he's pulling so, the strings. He's I mean, blowing yeah. inspiration into their ears and faces mm-hmm. and notepads and things like that. Yep. And just as long as we're talking about World War One and World War Two, just some lip service that Wonder Woman was initially a World War Two character, and they changed it to World War One for this movie. Uh, I imagine so it's not exactly like Captain America. I That's read a little assumption. bit about this, um, and I think there was some information. Now I'm going to be paraphrasing here, but this World War One was the first big, huge war where they had basically the whole, like all of these countries involved. So, so many deaths. Um, first modern war and uh, they were and it was the first time that they had they had started to come up with chemical weapons where they weren't just mm-hmm. you know throwing bullets at each other but they were really trying to you know they were using ships in the air and they were using you know chemical weapons and and that it was sort of like this was man's first really big wartime experience and all of this was new so that they were able to use those components instead of just you know World War Two, which was a uh, heightened World War One, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just realized that we we at least need to pay some lip service to to another actress in this movie. Is that Elena Anaya played oh, Doctor yeah. Poison? Mm-hmm. I, I just we almost we skipped over one of the main yes. villains, and <laughs> uh, so I've I don't know what else she's been in. Um, I, when I looked at she was in Van Helsing, but I can't remember who she played. Uh, she was also in a movie called Room in Rome, which I've never seen, but Netflix uh likes to recommend it to ah, me an awful lot. Okay. 
She was in a lot of Pedro Almodovar movies. So um, talk to her. She's one of the side characters. She was also in a movie called Sex and Lucia from very long time ago, which was, you know, very not rated. Um, but <laughs> I think that was one of her big debuts. Um, and I think she, you know, what she had, you know, it's sort of like a Phantom of the Opera kind of thing going on with her face. But in that mm-hmm. sequence, when she was, um, when she was, you know, uh, Wonder Woman had the tank or the big yeah. object and was considering maybe, but probably not like throwing it at her. Um, mm-hmm. You know, her her mask gets it's whipped away from the wind, and you see that you know she had this. You you see the effect of whatever has happened to her. Uh, I don't. I, again, I don't know any of the history of uh, so Doctor Maru. From the comic books, uh, I don't believe Dr. Poison, at least never in anything I've read, but they reboot these characters every so often. I have never seen her with uh, the scarring on her oh, face okay. like that. So I think the per- the actress performing as her mm. made it seem like, gave her a lot of depth. You know, you can have yeah. you can have a lot of um, the villains in these hero movies that are sort of one or two-sided. They're, there's not yeah. a whole lot of depth to them. They just can be evil because they have bad motivations right but Mm -hmm. she in that moment where she was fearing for her life when she her her mask was stripped away she was vulnerable i you know i saw something deeper in there i was thinking what happened to her to make her so you know so hell-bent on taking out humanity what you know how was she victimized to become uh you know wanting to victimize all of humanity um so i think she did a really good job um i actually thought that the first time I saw it, I remember talking to my husband about it and just being really impressed by, even though it was kind of a fairly small role, um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, and she could have been upstaged very easily by Ludendorff, who, you know, had the big battle sequence and all of that. But, yeah. um, you know, she did a really good job, I think. I I appreciated the performance. Now, Dr. Poison in the comic books is really just, from everything I've, I've ever read her, the character in, she is your one-dimensional villain, I spew poison, I'm Dr. Poison. And, and I mean, she just wears like this black suit and there was a lot more depth to her. And I think especially where I saw it come out the most is when when Steve Trevor's trying to to get to her to see the uh, the facility. Mm-hmm. And and he's uh, he's trying to uh, appeal to her to, to try to befriend her, basically doing his spy thing. And uh, that's where I really saw her vulnerability in that, like, this is a person who he was showing interest in her beyond just you make weapons mm-hmm. and I want your weapons. And I I think she saw herself as sort of she was worried she was just becoming this person who's just people only want me for the the death I can bring. Mm-hmm. And and Steve Trevor, I just you get the impression that he was he was the only person who had you know ever talked to her at least in 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 since the accident or whatever happened to her. Yeah, I can see as, that. Yeah, as a human, and and there was there was definitely a, a vulnerability to that, and to the point where when when he is distracted by Diana who w- walked in with the least subtle sword on her back that nobody seemed to say anything. <laughs> about it's decorative uh, weaponry yeah <laughs> somehow that was that was okay with everyone there but when when he walk like when he starts giving his attention to her as distracted as he would be from like well why is she here clearly bad mm-hmm. things are gonna happen you can see how hurt she is just by the idea that oh but then here's this beautiful woman and suddenly i don't exist yeah, to you anymore. yeah yeah I, I remember that yeah of course i see your attentions lie elsewhere something like that mm-hmm. is the line yeah. um yeah i agree 
with what you said there. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. Was, I think she had an she took the opportunity to like sink her teeth into that that little role. When when you consider it's Doctor Poison of all people, you know if if you would have thought if you, if you said all right, Greg, listen, I'm I'm now Patty Jenkins talking to Judge Greg. Uh, write out the list of all the villains that you think should be in a Wonder Woman movie. Doctor Poison wouldn't have made the top hundred. Mm-hmm. I would be grabbing like Batman villains first before I ever picked Doctor Poison. And so to see the character chosen and not only chosen but to give given this depth uh, was very yeah. impressive it's, to me. it totally works you know dr it, poison it, chemical weapons world war one like it, mm-hmm. it 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 neatly fits together in a package that makes sense uh, she was she was perfect for it, and i just i wanted to make sure we at least acknowledged her role in this because i thought she did a a phenomenal job even though there was there was a lot about that particular scene outside of that that moment that i thought was mm-hmm. a little bit ridiculous including and and we got i have to point it out because it's one of the most ridiculous tropes when impersonating a german officer <laughs> And speaking to other German officers, you should be speaking German. I, I, they don't speak to each other in German accents. It's, it's yeah. so ridiculous. And it's, it's one of those, it's one of those things where I get it. You know, uh, I don't want to have to read subtitles all the time. That's why I'm okay when the, the Amazonians speak English to each other when no one else is around. Right. Because otherwise, I have to hear people try to speak Greek who don't normally speak Greek, and I have to read subtitles, and I don't no, want to do I, that. But for that one little. Scene. I, I agree you with know. you. I think they could have gotten away with it had they not had people speaking uh, in different languages mm-hmm. in other parts of the film. But, you know, the yeah. villagers who who saw the church get, you know, completely bashed and then some mm-hmm. of the, the soldiers in the beginning of the movie, like, they were speaking yeah. different Belgian or German mm-hmm. and and they were not speaking English with accents. So, yeah, I, I, I agree that that's <laughs> one of those little, like, uh, maybe, you know, they made a choice there <laughs> yeah that was maybe like maybe he couldn't pull off uh the german maybe he could just like barely pull off a bad german <laughs> accent but you know actually having him speak german was just too much to ask yeah it, it just it was a little bit silly and as long as you mentioned the church because I want to talk about the church mm-hmm. and and the, and the bell tower particularly. This is this was uh, something I, I noticed the whole movie, and and I I might sound like I'm being hypercritical of of the character of Steve Trevor, and I am. You're being I don't Judge like Craig. <laughs> I am yes. This is what I do. I judge people. I'm a judgmental person. It's in my name. Uh, I felt like the whole time when when Wonder Woman's out and actually taking care of business because she's a demigod and, and imbued with the powers of the gods and is the son of Zeus or sorry the daughter of Zeus Hercules yes. the son of Zeus Hercules reminds me Zena Zena brings back the Wonder Woman when every time she's out there doing her thing I have to get some shot of Steve Trevor helping and I yes. just I get this Ralph Wiggum in the back of my head like she's taking care of 50 guys and then he shoots one and he says i'm helping I'm like no you're really not necessary here did you think she couldn't get that one guy like she was she was at her capacity at the 50 and the 51st guy that rolled in that was over her like she had that and especially the bell tower scene where the the guy is shooting and they want to say they're pinned down and and steve is like well we need to risk ourselves to to lift her up so that she can hit the bell tower and i think i'm pretty sure wonder woman could just handle that situation without well, your help steve back to what he saw on the I, mascara. I get that, but He's like, I'm I mean, gonna do. Let's do the shield. Come on, let's do it. I saw them do it. Let's see yeah, her jump really high. That's it. I, it's that's Steve. That's Steve Trevor saying, "I'm helping. I'm gonna do the shield <laughs> thing, Wonder Woman." Instead of, you know, Wonder Woman. Hey, since you have 
a shield that you can use to block bullets and the wrist things, and you could basically just jump up there without my yeah. help. Or yeah. you could just walk into the church and he couldn't touch you with a bullet <laughs> and then go up the stairs, you know? I mean, yeah. there were so many ways that could have happened that, that didn't have to... It just felt like Steve Trevor was just... He he was just trying to be helpful, and everyone was just was humoring Was it killing him. you in that scene where they were doing... They were having, like, her fight sequence and then his fight sequence, and they kept cutting between them? Like, they yes. were in any way like like they were in any way the same thing yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> you know when, when, when I, she's I taking out all these guys and he punches one guy in the face i'm like oh yes. yeah yes. yeah that's that's totally the same thing <laughs> good job yeah. steve well done points um I, I have mixed feelings about it but i i if i really sit back and think about it i i think about it from the filmmaker's perspective they're they're trying to line up the shots and shot continuity so that people land in places that the audience expects them to be when the shot is finalized right so right. you know where where do these guys go when she's having this big fight uh you know so i you know i get your point uh but i can see it from both sides and i i just go yeah. I'm like I'm fine with it. I like they did a good job. Good gold star, you guys. Yeah, you you get you get a smiley face, Steve Trevor, because yeah. you helped. I mean, part of me wants to be like, yeah, just let the woman have all the you know all the glory in this. Why do the guys have to get their screen time at all? But you know what? It's you know this is reality. This is the real world, and I you know I'm gonna go along with it. They 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 all did a fine job. They all get a pat <laughs> on the back. All those fellas, they good they job. their hearts were in the right place. Yeah, I mean, Charlie gets brought along as almost a. It, it, it was this was actually kind of an important scene, but it was at the one point like their sharpshooter because he suffers from from PTSD, mm-hmm. which is I, I mean horribly horribly tragic when you yes. give when you give it any thought at all to to what you actually just saw. And to the point where he feels like he's completely worthless and not helping. And then you see Diana just extend. And, and this is, this is a, a clutch part of the character, which, which is, is uh, Patty Jenkins did a great job bringing this forward is Diana not, I mean, she, yes, she can go and she can stab a bunch of German soldiers with her sword and it will look amazing. But as like the song says, she stops a war with love mm-hmm. and makes a hawk a dove. And she just extends him kindness in that moment when he's feeling at his lowest and actually actually yeah, brings him yeah, out of it. you're so right with that. And mm-hmm. I remember when I first watched it, I was thinking, wow, he's kind of useless. I, I mean, I didn't even, yeah. it, that was just my response to it. Mm-hmm. And then she turned around and she was like, we need you here. We need your seat. Like, you know, yeah. she, he, he has value and every mm-hmm. human being who's contributing has value. And even if they're not contributing, every human being has value, you guys. Let's just put that out there. And, and she, she sees it and mm-hmm. She wanted them to see it as well, and I think you're right that it that that they they remembered that instead of going for the easy moment, which is to like this guy is flawed and like you know maybe he caused a problem or something. Mm-hmm. No, that it worked out. It was fine. Um, and and he he is part of this crew. He is he is a member of that little Three Musketeers team. Uh, no, Four Musketeers, right? Four Musketeers, well, think, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's three um, now. Oh, yeah. I, have, I need my little sad. I'm sad <laughs> no. now. Oh, soundboard yeah. sound effect. Oh, what are they going to do without Steve? Oh. 
I'm, you know what? I, I could, if they bring those guys back for Wonder Woman 2, I, I wouldn't be opposed yeah. to it. I'm saying Wonder Woman 2, there's no reason why you have to go present day. I, Wonder Woman, I felt, gave us the idea of this is, this is how Diana became, this is where she developed into, you know, the, the person that she is. But I would like to see another movie that, you know, give it another 10 years in the, into the future or go, and, you know, even during World War II, maybe. And, okay. So how did she come from being Diana, Princess of Themyscira? How did she become Wonder mm-hmm. Woman? And I think that's what I would like to see the next movie go to. And if these, if, if, you know, the Samir and, and Charlie and, uh, the Chief, if they are in that movie as, as her, even if it's just for cameos as people that she goes to for a favor or something, uh-huh. I would not be opposed yeah, and to that. Yeah, definitely they gotta bring back Etta Candy. Um, oh, they have to. They she used have to be like to. Wonder Woman's uh, Diana Prince's uh, secretary. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Diana Prince is, you know, she's sort of immortal mm. in that way. You know, you grow up and then you stay like 32 forever. That's how right. that's how it works. Um, uh, yeah, I it's I have such mixed feelings like um, and I know this is a staple of superhero movies is to do them do sequels and then uh, more story and more story and more story. I just like I just think this was such a uh, um, just such a nugget a golden nugget of a movie and I always fear uh, sequels that there will somehow diminish the 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 story in some way or just kind of pull it too far and leave you sort of exhausted from it I just you know I I want to enjoy this movie for what it is and I, I hope that it is long lasting in in how people are responding to it and mm. and the 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 vigor with which everybody who's really liking it seems to be enjoying it especially for um you know young women who haven't really had an opportunity to have i mean electra i mean yeah, I don't... we don't we don't we do not talk about electra in here, <laughs> okay like <laughs> i don't like i never thought of catwoman i i, I never well that movie was unwatchable oh, yeah my i just never felt anything about any of the super superhero movies that made me feel like that that I could that I saw myself up on screen at all in in any frame of mind and like let's be honest i'm a 40 something year old heavy set woman who's about 5 foot 2 inches on a good tall day and i still felt emboldened from seeing this movie i still felt like like wow i feel like i have i have the power i had a he-man moment you know um and i do love he-man <laughs> <laughs> i just think of i just think of yeah. all the younger women who are going to see this and and that 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 I think it's a good it's a good time it's needed I think the whole I think one of the interesting things story wise that I don't know if uh, this was written in the movie before current events or or uh, or in response to current events but. I think one of the fun things that kept happening throughout the movie, uh, which I certainly saw, and I'm not sure if you saw, but everybody was telling her no. Um, At first, it was her mother on the island. No, you can't train. No, you can't go... Um, but then her mother, you know, relinquished. She's like, okay, I know that I can't tell you what to do. I'm going to let you go. It's going to break my heart, um, but it's fine. Um, but then all the guys were like, no, no, you can't wear this. You just can't. You can't bring that sword out. You can't go to no man's land. You know, it, mm. it kind of hit its peak on the no man's land scene where yes. they're like, we're not here to do this. You can't do this. No one has ever done that. It's a lost cause. And she's like, this is what I'm doing. And she was hearing a lot of, no, this is not your place. This is not what you're here for. And she did the right thing anyway. She did what was in her heart to do anyway. And I think that's a really positive message to send to people who feel, you know, 
regardless if you're if you're uh, a little boy or a little girl that you don't feel disenfranchised from doing what you want to do right. in your heart and you don't let anyone tell you that you can't mm-hmm. do it i think that's a really important message oh, yeah. that i haven't really heard before that that resonates in a way and 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 like you said it, it doesn't this is not something that is specifically uh, a, a gendered issue right. is you know this is a, a a matter of perseverance this is something that everyone can get behind and see and we don't see it a lot especially in the superhero i mean a little bit with spider-man but never to the extent that diana is seeing and it's not just you're not even just pointing at like oh in the, in the world of man she's told no her in on amazon island she's told no at every single yeah. range of her life for the extent of her life, ever since, you know, little eight-year-old Diana, played by Lily Aspel, who is adorable, was running <laughs> around, uh, she's been told, no, you can't do this. No, we're not going to do that. No, we can't do this. And, I mean, the only person in her entire life who told her that she could was Antiope. Yeah. And, and then and then she dies protecting her. And, and you just have this, this, this moment where it's the callback to, especially with No Man's Land, a, lo- a little heavy-handed when they said, no man has ever done it, because I thought, well, that's just going <laughs> to push her over the edge now at least they didn't go well this woman yeah. will now she's gonna they do it just to really spite bad. you really <laughs> yeah no she she did it because it was the right thing Felt to do that it was because she knew she could yes yes yeah because she example. knew that yeah she knew that i can make it across there I can do something mm-hmm. about this, and and she felt compelled to uh, that she had an obligation that, that she since she could make a difference, it was up to her to make a difference instead of just you know it, she was she can't just close her eyes and and give the bad guys a pass because that's not the mission that's yeah. that's not Wonder Woman and and that was that was a huge moment and it's it was a very powerful moment in in the film uh, honestly and it was it was the moment where I saw it, I was I was on. Honestly, starting to wonder, like, I, when am I going to see some some Wonder Woman show up in this uh-huh. film? And yeah. and and then she showed up right there. And yep. I mean, what just was? I I had chills in the theater as the music swells and as she decides, they're not going to stop yeah. me. And it was oh, so good. Yeah, it was. It's 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 a huge, powerful moment. And I mean, you're exactly right in terms of we we don't see any superhero do this. So much of the of the the message of Wonder Woman is and 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 sometimes some of the commenters are, are shell, selling it short, like this. Mm-hmm. This is you don't see this in any of the superhero movies. Yeah, in, in they're all any dealing with their personal demons. Yeah, instead of their per- and and with her, it's not a personal demon or a tragedy that has scarred her. That she's 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 uh, working within the confines of, and she's 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 got all of this inside her. This goodness, this mm-hmm. this 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 desire to to bring peace and to have people live in you know mm-hmm. in that world that she's so accustomed to right um and she knows that she has the power to to help she know that that's you know the that's why the amazons were were made that was that's her duty she has to and and even when the uh, her mother the queen of the amazons is telling her no this is not your place you're not amazon like the rest of them she knows that she has to and it's for the good of all man mankind Mm -hmm. and it's the will of zeus and and let's do this um yeah so i think it's 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 that difference in motivation, I think, that is like I think is I, I don't remember another 
Like Superman is sort of fish out of water, but not by choice. Right. He kind of yeah. he 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 was he was a baby when mm-hmm. he was dropped uh when he landed on the earth and he he had to like deal with all of that angst through his teenage years and and his father, you know, and parents telling him, you know, he had to work with his powers and it, it was like a it was a burden to him. And with her it's not a burden. It's it's mm-hmm. uh it's it's something that's in her corner that she can use. Yeah for the good and it's just a positive message and I understand that there are you want to have those other stories you want to have the anti-hero stories you want to have mm-hmm. the, the you know you want to delve into people with with dark histories uh, because that helps people too that helps younger people deal with problems uh, you know helps them overcome things as well but this was really nice to see this positivity I'm really big on positivity yeah. and and um, you know enthusiasm for for the goodness in humanity and I think this movie just like is writ large that message so I really really enjoyed it especially in, in the modern superhero where I mean Wonder Woman and Superman are supposed to both be these symbols of hope and mm-hmm. and we we have a Superman in Man of Steel who's saying hey this symbol on my chest means hope but you're not seeing a lot of it from him it's it's a very dark mm-hmm. he's very much you know he's not you just you don't want to see everything go dark and and I get it you know Batman sells and so everybody kind of wants to be Batman a little bit Mm. Um, I mean, I, I, that's what I blame it on is, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Batman begins and the Dark Knight come out and now everyone kind of wants to be Batman. And now you have Wonder Woman, who is very unapologetically Wonder Woman, and mm-hmm. and it works. I mean, the, the the proof is in the pudding here. The movie it's it's the highest opening film that that a female director has ever had, yeah. and it's it's just raking in money. It was the number one film in, in the world. It will continue to be number one. I I don't see this dropping off the charts anytime soon because it's getting nothing mm-hmm. but positive buzz, and and people are going to go see it. And, yep. and it's just I it's unapologetically Wonder Woman in 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 an age where Superman can't be Superman without trying to to make it edgy wonder yeah. wonder woman is being wonder woman and it's it, it's an amazing thing to see that in in 2017 you can still be the hero of hope unapologetically unabashedly without any reservation without trying to hold back and and it's out there and it's it's working and i think it's great and i i can't wait for the next generation of, of superhero watchers to see this movie and get inspired to do something better and beyond that and and to see what's going to happen because if a movie movie like Wonder Woman that can just be about a character of hope that can be unapologetic about about it like this if this can make yeah. it then I mean who knows what we're going to see and and what's going to come down down the line and I I am excited for yep, it. Yep, it's good time. It's a good time in in mm-hmm. movies right now. Yeah, and <laughs> it can be a bad time for everything else but at least we have Wonder at Woman. At least we right? have Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, when when I don't want to watch the news at least now I have Wonder Woman. Yeah. This 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 movie I I'm, honestly this is a must buy. I cannot wait to own this movie. Um, for Sure. And and to to have it uh, ready to go because this is I want to see it again and and I've, I I can't even get myself to watch Batman v Superman again uh, and I I uh, bought the extended cut so that I could see what was different. Oh no! And and it's been it's been <laughs> sitting on my on my queue and I just keep looking. Like, I don't actually want to watch this movie again because it's like torture. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait for this movie. I can't wait for the deleted scenes, mm-hmm. the extended scenes, the alternate cuts. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Paradise Island. I want a real <laughs> life Themyscira. I, I would I as well, some, yes. I, think. I want like uh, a theme park mm-hmm. uh, or a vacation getaway that yeah. is modeled after Themyscira and I just want to spend like a week there yeah. in the water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really. I, w- I want the jacuzzi room is basically. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> 
the dungeon. I would love to get the, the jacuzzi dungeon. dungeon. I'm okay with it. Yes. Yeah. So this, I mean, this, I, I, I'm speaking the praises of the movie because I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And finally, finally, Warner Brothers can stand up and say, see, we can make decent superhero movies again. We didn't forget how. You know, this mm-hmm. is the best that I've seen since the Dark Knight trilogy. And and I'm not saying that the Dark Knight trilogy was better. I'm just saying they're apples and oranges. The yeah. Dark Knight trilogy was its own thing, and I don't want to try to mix it in because it was it was it was trying very hard to to hyper realize Batman um to the point where it, it's it's its own thing and I can't really call it a superhero movie. And in this and I, I was especially impressed in when you have movies that have a lot of talking and a lot of dialogue in them in terms of the superhero films, and a lot of them do, this was the most character development I saw in in that in those moments than I would I mean just comparing it unfortunately to Batman v Superman there wasn't a lot of development among the characters yeah yeah they were kind of already who they yeah, were they were who they were just responding they would quip at each other but nobody nobody really changed except you know when everyone became BFFs because of Martha yeah but <laughs> and but another interesting point though if there's a good takeaway out of that movie other than the Batman fight that everyone loves and Wonder Woman showing up which was pretty cool and the wonder woman theme song which is amazing by the way uh, it is it is the most recognizable piece of the score that has come out of the the series um mm-hmm. i mean i i recognize the superman theme but it doesn't say superman to me the boston bruins used it for the introduction to their postseason you know that's that's how superman Whoa. it was they it was just generic inspirational music for them well. But I recognized it, you know, because I'm a psycho, and I recognize <laughs> things like that. But I'm like, that's the Superman music. And everyone who I was with said, no, it's not, because they all think of the John Williams theme when they think Superman. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but when, when Wonder Woman shows up and, and the guitar riff starts, that says Wonder Woman to me. And it's it's very it's a very powerful piece of score which came out of Batman v Superman and and that was very good watching. But the the point I'm trying to make in all of this incoherent rambling is that it's 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 very interesting if you see and I don't know if this was intentional or not because I don't have a lot of faith in Batman v Superman. But the Wonder Woman we see in Batman v Superman is a lot more confident. Is a lot she is she's the result of having now spent a hundred years in in the real world being Wonder Woman. And so you, mm-hmm. you you don't see the same innocence, but you see somebody yeah. who's now a seasoned veteran at what she's doing. She's seen some stuff. Yeah, she's been places. She's she's a little bit more. What is the word that I'm looking for? She's she's just a. I mean, obviously there's there's a maturity there, but mm-hmm. also there is. I don't want to say darkness, but she's lived and learned from humanity yeah. and the other stuff that has gone on mm-hmm. with you know villains and heroes throughout that time. Um, she she seems like a little more of a skeptic. Uh, she is, yes. To the point where uh, yes. Batman, of all people, is the one who inspires her to get the armor back on and jump in the fight. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, mm. she's got to, does she got to fix everything? That's the attitude. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's not the attitude I saw. But, you know, that could that could be that. You know, it's, and it, it if that's the foreshadowing that we're seeing, I mean, I mean, uh, thematically, I'm a little bummed for her mm-hmm. that, you know, she has to hang out with all of these, like, grim totems <laughs> uh, from, from, you know, in Batman and Super. Superman, like it's like, oh man, like you know, she's gonna really hit it off with the wait, Spider-Man's Marvel, yeah, right? The Flash, oh, the Flash any, is who the she's Flash, gonna, yeah. maybe, yeah, um, yeah, she'll get the Flash. They'll they'll be buds, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's uh, you know, like I would, yeah, I would like to see as we go into Justice League to see Wonder Woman have a more positive influence on I hope Batman. So. Cheer up, fellas, jeez, Louise, yeah. it's not I, that it, bad. it really it feels to me now again, this could be completely unintentional, and I might be giving Ja 
Joss, or uh, sorry, not Joss Whedon, uh, Zack Snyder, uh, who unfortunately, if if you hear it, had to had to leave production I of did, Justice League. I did read about all that. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, and of course, our hearts break for him as as Joss Whedon comes in to continue. Uh, I am um, I, I I don't want to be trying to give too much credit, and I might be reading too much into it. However, I as to, to see Batman start to almost re-inspire Wonder Woman again, I would like to see as a result she inspires him to you know you don't have to hate yourself so much that you're trying to commit suicide via vigilante yeah. you know you can you can be a force for good and you can be a symbol um and and I'd, I'd like to, to see that play out a little bit more and and maybe maybe we'll see that I don't know I mean I I would not be opposed to a Wonder Woman Batman movie of, of the two she of them she needs just to pack them in the invisible jet fly them out to Themyscira <laughs> spend yeah. a couple weeks out there chilling mm-hmm. getting tan you know riding yeah. horses training mm-hmm. with the ladies and he'll be good as gold yeah. you know he'll be he'll feel very refreshed i i would be afraid of batman after training on 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 themiscira imagine the <laughs> batman that comes back from that training <laughs> he can't wipe the smile off his face so really quick before we start wrapping it up because wow <laughs> as i look at the time it's a conversation um, it, it was it was uh can can Wonder Woman fly in this? Is she? Well, she she seems to be just in. jumping, but then when she gets when she gets like when she awakens her god powers, she flies. But then at the very she end, floats. she's just jumping yeah. again. Well, she was definitely floating and like yeah. and and bringing herself down a lot like Superman did, you know, yeah. in some of the older films mm-hmm. at least, where you know he was just like stepping feet down. She's very graceful on yeah. her landings uh, in the in the magical mode at least. Um, mm-hmm. So I think she does have the ability to fly. She definitely looked like she was, you know, she had an arm in front of the other at the end there. Um, right. It, I, I was really kind of, because I, I didn't get a good feel of that in Batman v Superman. And I, I thought I was going to, you know, maybe see her, but she didn't see, she didn't seem to fly in, in Wonder Woman very much, except for right at the end. Mm-hmm. And that made me wonder, all right, so does she have power like Ares does? Or is she basically, because she's a demigod, able to, to harness Ares? Ares's power and redirect it's a it good back question. at him. I think I I think back to on the island when they kept telling her uh, Antiope was like you have way more power than you know about. So mm-hmm. I think she was just she didn't know maybe all throughout mm-hmm. she's like she's slowly gaining confidence as the film develops as she becomes more adept at fighting people who aren't just sparring with her. You know she's like oh yeah I can do this. Yeah. All right let's do this. Like so she she was still learning the whole movie. Mm-hmm. She she was learning what her limits are and and what her limits weren't. So at the end it seems like she's she she understands she can she can do kind of what she wants. Yeah. When she flipped out right at the end there, she was definitely running at super speed and oh, doing yeah. doing things we hadn't seen her do previously. Um even at one point where I, Ares was like trying to throw the blades at her. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like she was she was and this was before she was blasted and harnessing his power. She was disintegrating them as they yeah, came at her. That was so awesome. <laughs> it, now, as now I'm gonna I'm not taking away from that. That was awesome. That oh that whole scene and and the way the music swelled and when she like takes the power and harness it, realizes she can do this, and then you know realizes that okay, I am the god killer. Uh, sorry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna gonna kill <laughs> you now. Uh, I see that, and the first thing that came in my head is, all right, so you couldn't do that to Doomsday? What was, what was that? Back in Gotham, what was that? 
Well, see, it was shot. No, I don't know the timelines. I I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you on that. Yeah. Maybe she just wasn't. You know, she had the the loss of Steve Trevor mm-hmm. to to oh, to so. to create that pinnacle. He was of, helping. Yes, he yeah. was helping, and she she was she was she was feeling the rage of all mankind in that moment, and the the degree to which they can love each other as a species, and that he had to give his life for this so she was she was in that rage and 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 here she was just like all right i guess i have to save these fellas who can't you know (laughs) deal with doomsday themselves yeah i just when i saw that and i saw her kill the god of war i thought then how how is it you couldn't take out doomsday you took out a literal god but it just makes me wonder so i mean it was are you saying that doomsday was more powerful than the god of war because maybe you are i don't know maybe Mm -hmm. that's what you're saying i I, i'm reading too much into it (laughs) anyway wes do you have anything else you want to you want to say about the movie before we we roll on to what our favorite parts i think i've i've expressed most of most of what i had noted i just really really I I loved it. I I'm happy I saw it two times. I can't wait till it comes out uh, on disc. If I know any younger girls, I'm gonna like force them to watch it. Um, oh, that's that's and... not actually legal. Uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't actually do that, and we don't advocate okay. that. Well, you know, um, I I will convince them then. I will convince them to watch oh, that, it of their own uh, voluntary nature. Um, no, it's I I think it's a must see. Um, definitely while it's mm-hmm. in theaters, I saw it in 3D IMAX. Oof, no, uh, it was it was uh, I usually can't do 3D uh, a whole lot um but it, it it was okay I saw it today in 2D and it was just as good so oh, in yeah, either experience you're going to have a good time um yeah, like throw your money at this movie. You won't regret seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, I mean, there's no reason not, this is a very, very good movie. There's no reason yeah. to not see it. It, it. And you might as well get the full theater experience because quite frankly, there's nothing like when the speakers kick on and the music plays. That was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. So now is the time on Hero Talk where we say what our favorite parts of the movie were. And Wes, as literally the only other person in this conversation, I'm going to start <laughs> with you. What was your favorite part oh, of Wonder God. Woman? I think the part that's resonating with me tonight is not, wasn't even, didn't even have Wonder Woman in it. And it was the scene when the, um, I was going to say Nazis, but that's the wrong war. <laughs> when yeah. the Germans uh, came up on the shores at Themyscira and uh, and Antiope uh, was rolling up on her horse into battle, she had a smile on her face. And I just thought that moment was really... Uh, just really well played that like they didn't focus on it too long but you see there's a look of concern of everybody and she rolls up and she gets this smile on her face that just feels like yes this is what we were made for this mm-hmm. is what this is this is what our lives are about and uh, I thought that was very like I just I just love that moment um I I, I really liked it it sits oh, yeah. with me and um you know it's just so fierce you know it just is. so fe- it, just such fierceness it was very reminiscent to me of the smile that Diana had when she was fighting Doomsday in Batman oh, v Superman. Oh yeah, okay. You know, when, when when like he knocks her back and she's just smiling like that all you got and just yeah. goes right back in there. Uh it was reminiscent of that was a uh, and that little little note that was a uh, Gal Gadot that was all her. That oh, wasn't wow. scripted. 
Yeah, she. Uh, and so they they film it and they cut it and and Zack Snyder says, "Were were you smiling?" And, and she says, "Yes, <laughs> I felt that's what the character would do." And so they kept it. They loved it, and and that was that that was huge. So it was very it was reminiscent of that to me because that was a very very pivotal scene of Batman v Superman. So yeah, I get that scene. That was a brutal. I remember specifically um, when when in the in the in the slow motion Wonder Woman vision, she sees the bullet fly past her head, oh, and you yeah. see it just hit directly in the abdomen of that one Amazon, and and she's just dang i i winced a little bit when that hit that was a very uh-huh. brutal shot and it, it was it made it very real all of us that you know despite all the skill they are this this is still presenting mortal danger this is a to new, them this is new to them they don't know what bullets are oh, they, they, they have no around. idea yeah. yeah so like i i think that that like she watched that bullet was by thinking what is that thing <laughs> <laughs> what mm-hmm. is that going to do? And yeah, it, that scene was just so, you know, just the jumping in the air, the like multi-arrow action. Mm-hmm. It was just very well photographed and yes. and very well done. And, and you know, like there was some loss in there, but um, it was just really epic. And I think that the thing that makes me feel not so bad about those ladies is uh, the Amazons, they were made by Zeus to, mm-hmm. to, to, well, they were made to inspire the hearts of man with love and then when that didn't work you know they had to they had to fight so they were were warriors bred yeah you know they were they specifically for the reason of you know to inspire and then when that fails to win so they were in their element and they she went out and antiope went out like (sighs) kind of with a smile on her face so um that's you know she went out fighting (laughs) Mm -hmm. i don't know if there was another way she would have gone out i don't know how amazon biology works but i think they're immortal i'm not sure yeah they they Um, are they're portrayed as as nominally immortal though i mean you can clearly see that there are amazons that were older than than diana there so i like to think that they just age at an uh, immensely immensely slow See, i was thinking that they don't age at all I was thinking that they were created at the ages that they currently are, and they just happened to have been created at age okay. like forty-five and fifty. And I thought that was like, if regardless of what the truth is around that, I think either one is is pretty cool. Yeah. I like to think that the older ladies were just what Zeus wanted. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I, Zeus that's has a I reputation, like but uh, <laughs> well, anyway, oh, yeah, uh, com- comic book lore is that they they don't mm-hmm. age; they're Got immortal. It. So now it's my turn. So my favorite part. This is no surprise. If you've listened to the podcast, you know what my favorite part is. My favorite part is the crossing of, of No Man's Land and mm-hmm. the, the subsequent battle in the village. Um, Specifically, I remember uh, after the No Man's Land battle when when they, they fought and the music was starting to swell and I see her like getting ready to uh, attack the German troops, I specifically thought to myself, am I going to hear the Wonder Woman theme anywhere in here? And less than two seconds after that thought crossed my head, the theme kicked in when Wonder Woman burst into the room full of Germans. Nice. And 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 from that moment on, I was I was just just staring in awe of one of the finest choreographed action sequences I've seen in cinema. So that there's no other way that couldn't be my my favorite scene because that was just that was just beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, it it was it, it was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's it's oh, very yeah. memorable. I I'm I'm just I'm still remembering. Yeah, it is. I love yeah. that when, crash when, through the wall. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, that knee the knee through the wall was brutal. 
I, I just she did it, and I just thought, well, he's yeah, dead. You, he you don't come real you don't, hard. You don't come back from that. That's, <laughs> blasting through a wall is pretty hard, and doing it spine first with a knee in your solar plex cannot be easy. <laughs> yeah, but for all the violence, it actually wasn't too gratuitous. I it think it was so. not. I I didn't see an awful lot of blood um, that I can recall. Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. Uh, there there certainly there were some implications that were bad, but you didn't you didn't see uh, even. At one point, where they told the queen she was bleeding, or they told um Antiope, uh, Antiope, was thank you. Yeah. When she was bleeding, I didn't actually see blood. Yeah, me neither. So. The only blood I saw was on um uh Wonder Woman's arm after yeah, the yeah battle, right after that the first battle. battle. Yeah. So I mean, it, there was not, it wasn't very gratuitous at all. Uh, and then the language was very tame. I don't remember much at all. So other than you know, perhaps. There, there was the 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 night of passion, but even that was a kiss and fade to black. It was you know, implied, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was very. Uh, I've I've seen I've seen worse on on TV, quite frankly. Yeah. So I, I don't. I I really wonder like how it earned its rating because it didn't seem like anything was that that felt like a PG I, movie. Well, I you know there was a lot of punching and a lot of fighting. So there was. Uh, but I I agree with you. It seems like there needs to be another delineation between PG and PG thirteen for right. for you. Know, lots of violence, but kind of like the prettiest violence that you could have. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're seeing the bad guys get a butt whooping, but um, you're you know, you're not feeling that impact a whole lot. And you know, so thematically, I would you know, I, I mean, if I had a daughter or a son, um, I would definitely, yeah, around nine years old, I think I would I would let them watch this oh. with no problem. Um, I, I saw people in the theater with children who were younger than that who were I, I, yeah. bringing them in. But I definitely know, saw younger, story. younger in the theater. Uh, so now is the time, I guess we have to we have to give we have to give Wonder Woman a score. And uh, Wes, again, you're 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 literally the only other person in this conversation <laughs> that I can that I can talk to. So if you had to score Wonder Woman, what would what score would you give? It? I'm gonna give it uh ten forearm bracelets out of ten. Uh, uh, Judge, because uh. I just think it's super awesome and I can't I can't think of a reason that I don't like any part of it. Um I just don't want to scrutinize it that much. Yeah. I it's such a happy uh happy experience for me and I came out and I felt like I was a super I was myself a, a superhero. Mm -hmm. So um yeah, definitely 10 yeah. out of 10. I, it's it, I no arguments here. It was I I walked out of that theater singing that Wonder Woman theme to my now I walked into the theater singing the 1970s Wonder Woman. It's been in my head since I knew I was going to see this movie, basically. <laughs> oh, for sure. But but uh, I walked out with a new theme in my head, and I was definitely feeling pretty pumped up. So I will stand by you on that. If I were to score Wonder Woman, I would score Wonder Woman the lasso of truth, which would compel me to tell you that this is a phenomenal movie, and you oh, need to go see it. Oh, snap. Look at what you did. <laughs> yeah. See what I did? That's how I score that's how we roll here on Hero Talk. And so now is the time on Hero Talk where we go into our final thoughts. And as I want to do when I have a guest, I will go ahead and I will submit all of my time to my guest. Wes, final thoughts. Go. Well, Judge Greg, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for inviting me on and uh, encouraging me to 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 talk about Wonder Woman. I, I've, I don't go to a lot of movies nowadays, which is my own hang up, really. I have to go out more often. 
happened. But um, I'm really happy that I had a purpose in going to see this. And if I had not seen it in theaters, I would have been real, real, real sad about it. So thank you so much for that. Um, <laughs> this is this is only my second podcast appearance ever. So I hope I did okay. Oh, you were phenomenal. Um, phenomenal. Oh, I mean, look at all this you. audio we yes. have. And, and We talked for like eight and a half hours, I think. But yeah, I mean, this was this was a, a you were phenomenal. We had a great conversation, and, and yeah, oh, so don't don't so don't much. worry about. I that. do talk a lot. I do talk mm. a lot. I have a lot of practice talking, though. I I am a uh, a gaming broadcaster. Uh, I do live streaming over on Twitch. Uh, some of you guys may have seen me on Twitch. I am Wonderwes on Twitch, Twitch.tv. Wonderwes. I stream there uh, four days a week. Uh, you can find me 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific time. So very late for you East Coasters uh, on Mondays, uh, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. And I just started streaming on Mixer, formerly known as Beam. And uh, I'm having a good old time there. I stream there three days a week, uh, Mondays, uh, Thursdays, and Fridays. I just changed my schedules. I don't know it very much. Uh, That's Mixer.com forward slash WonderWes. I I play a lot of video games, you guys. I've been playing some Prey on Xbox. Mm -hmm. and that, That game is taking me forever to play. And um, I'm also uh, playing Elder Scrolls Online. I just uh, I just started a new character there. I started playing it for the new Morrowind uh, expansion, and I'm bringing a lot of Wonder Woman. I'm bringing a lot of uh, Diana Prince to my character. I'm actually doing a little RP, so uh, it's a new experience for me. And I'm speaking. I'm using uh, the voice that a lot of the uh, Amazons kind of use, but also mixing it up with the little Nord kind of angle. So you know, you guys should all stay away. It's terrible. Don't watch. But uh, you are welcome to watch, of course. No, that's not true. <laughs> it's not terrible. I was on your stream the other day, and it was great. <laughs> It was, I yeah, try. in fact, it was, I was just got back from Wonder Woman and I went on your stream and then. Yes. Didn't I sound just like a, an Amazon talking about my character, Wesmeralda White Eye? No, I'm not going to do voices anymore. It's terrible. But, but yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, just to point out though, I, I really enjoy the fact that the Amazons had an accent. So it wasn't just, you know, an island of American speaking people, but they actually felt like they were from a different place and were foreign. Yeah. We don't know exactly what place that is. Uh, it could have been kind of Greek, kind of British, but you know they were all doing hard work yeah. with those accents <laughs> but anyway uh if you want to see more of wes's stuff i'm going to put links to all of wes's channels in the show notes so go to enthusiasts.com check out the wonder woman link for hero talk and you will have information Woo! to uh to wes on on twitch on mixer i almost said beam but mixer that's a new thing yeah. uh and and to to twitter so you should you should be following yeah. wes on twitter and if if you don't follow wes on twitter you are wrong and I don't have a nicer way of saying that. <laughs> well, you're missing a lot of photos of a cute dog. You are a, li- a little um, Boston Terrier, yes. and it's 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 glorious. Yeah. And shame on you, shame on you for not following Wes. <laughs> oh, thank you, yeah. Judge. Craig. All right, so, shaming people into coming over to my channels. That's, that's amazing. Shame <laughs> is is a great tool. Wonder Woman deals with love. It's I deal with judgment and shame. This is just we all we yes. all got to stick to our wheelhouse for sure. Themes yes. apply. So Wes, thank you so much for coming on Hero Talk. I really appreciate this. Oh, you're more this than is, this welcome. This has been great fun. I I'm, love I'm this. so happy you came on. Oh, thanks so much. All right. Now get some uh, sleep, yeah, would you? Yeah, I need to get there. But <laughs> before we do that, let's just make sure everybody knows if you want to hear more Hero Talks or more podcasts, you should check out Enthusiacs.com. You can also find us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Just search for Enthusiacs. And until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, I have no father. I was brought to life by Zeus. 
North, 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 not North. <laughs> Nordland. North, North, <laughs> North. All right. I got my stinger now, I guess. <laughs> Wonder Woman. 